One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. All right, thank you for that, and welcome to another live edition of Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. It's great to have you with us, wherever you are listening in this great land of ours, or eh, so-so foreign lands. What is going on with you? Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, rollerball, chess checkers, rugby, cricket, that type of stuff. We'll do it together at the toll-free line, 1-800-878-PLAY. Play is 7529. Don't write it down. Dial it up. 1-800-878-7529. Get you in and get you heard wherever you are listening. And I say that because there are lots of different ways to listen to the program. We are on uh, terrestrial. That's traditional radio stations. We're on extraterrestrial stations with an ET working the board. Alien. That's right. Um, And then also on the American Forces Radio Network Worldwide. So if you're in the military, I'm on your side. You're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. Also, if you would like to uh, be a part of the uh, show through email, you can send an email to rick at sportsbyline.com. You can go there as well. Also, if you'd like to check me out on Facebook, there's a fan page, Titling Sports with Rick Tittle. There's also on the Twitter or the X, whatever, at Rick Tittle. Twitch TV, there I am. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. We've got some uh, guests today. We've got some in-studio. we got comedians. I'm going to be a judge at the San Francisco Comedy Competition on Sunday. And we're going to have John Fox, who runs it. And also Daoud Naimyar, he'll be with us. And Chris Garcia back in studio as well. He'll be at the uh, Punchline. And then uh, R.J. Hampshire is coming up this hour. He is motocross. And then another uh, interview with a German did yesterday as well. Pop singer Ella Rexa. She's got a new song as well. Uh, if you'd like to, uh, if you'd like to come by the show, we're at 300 Broadway. Come on back. 
Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right, for about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it, and you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than two bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15 day guarantee. Call now 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. That's 800 617 5145. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-433-0539-800-433-0539-800-433-0539. That's 800-433-0539. Paid for by Fix My Student Loans. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Yeah, that's right. I said American Forces Radio Network. Come on in and get heard, girl. Wherever you might happen to be listening, we are here for you. You can also um, email me, rick at sportsbyline.com. You can go there as well. Not just .com, but .com. 
uh, you can go there uh, as well. I'm fascinated in a weird way, morbidly intrigued at this whole thing going on from this Luis Rubiales, who I had never heard of. I guess he was a player at a cup of coffee, but he's the head of the Spanish Soccer Federation. And after uh, the Spanish women's team won, you know, we heard controversy. The, they hated the head coach. He won anyway. Fifteen players wanted to boycott. Some did. Some didn't. Uh, then we heard that the woman who scored the goal, the fullback Olga, her father had passed away and they didn't tell her. There's all this drama going on, but it was a celebration, right? And then Luis Rubiales kissed Henny Hermoso on the lips. Uh, not consensual. And it got even more dramatic yesterday because Rubiales's mom, who was protesting the bad treatment of her son, entered into a hunger strike and locked herself in a church, the Divina Pastora, in Montreal, which is on Spain's uh, southern coast. And she said, she uh, said it was the inhuman and bloody hunt that they are doing with my son, and it is something that he does not deserve. And uh, so then a local priest, he just called himself Father Antonio, Padre Antonio. He told Reuters that uh, today they had to remove uh, the woman, her name is Angeles Bejar, and they had to take her to the hospital. He said she had not been feeling well because of the heat and everything else. Her feet had become swollen and she was very tired. She had also become very anxious. And she hadn't eaten for three days. I'll throw that in. And so apparently she's at the hospital and she's okay. But uh, now we're getting the Sports Tribunal of Spain. Remember, this guy won't resign. This could have just all gone away. And then he would have just been known as the scumbag who quit. And, and he's fighting it. He's like, no. So um, UEFA president Alexander Serafin, he told uh, L'Equipe, the team in France, that his actions were inappropriate. Serafin said, I am a lawyer and one of the vice presidents of FIFA. Any comments I might make would sound like pressure. I just have to say that I am sad that such an event overshadows the victory of the Spanish national team. We should change things. Now, uh, Armoso and her teammates laughed about it on the bus. There's a video of that. Uh, that, to me, doesn't mean it makes it light. I think she probably just nervously was like, can you believe that guy kissed me? And then they laughed about it. And it's like, well, how come you're not in shock? It's like, well, because she's trying to play it off. And then Hermoso appears to be viewing a meme of Iker Casillas <laughs> the old uh, Spanish goalkeeper kissing his wife at the time, Sara Cabanero, during an interview, and they were sort of liking it to that where, I don't know, it was just a little mean. But Hermoso said, I feel the need to report this incident because I believe no person in any work of these, uh, in any work, sports or social settings should be victim of these types of non-consensual behaviors. I felt vulnerable and a victim of impulsive, driven, sexist, out-of-place act without any consent on my part. Quite simply, I was not respected. And then she said that she was put under continuous pressure to help with a statement that could justify Rubiales' actions. 
But she said, no, Spain is now determined to end sexism. Spain's equality minister, how's that for a job, Irene Montero, said Spanish society must break a pact of silence and stop normalizing sexist behavior. This is, I'm telling you, this is a huge, huge thing. This is like nation changing. She said, Spain is a feminist society in which sexism still exists, but it is determined to end sexism. We are sending the correct message to the world that sexism is over. Perhaps it would have been desirable for this pact of silence to be broken with more force and forcefulness, but I think it has begun to crack, and that is a very important step. I I don't see that as sexism, but I thought sexism is when you're going to hold it against somebody because of their sex. But I see what you're saying. It's under the umbrella of inappropriate uh, behavior. The United Nations Human Rights Office has now chimed in. They say this is a call-out and challenge to sexual harassment and abuse everywhere. Now, here's the thing. What's the thing, Rick? After he kissed her, someone said, what are you doing? Because her quote was, I did not enjoy that. And he said, I I apologize. I'm sorry if I offended anybody else. I'm sorry to Henny that I did that to her. I'm sorry to the media. I'm sorry to all the players. I'm sorry to the Spanish prime minister. And everyone says, you should quit. And then FIFA opened opened disciplinary actions. And um, they said that this is the Me Too moment of Spain. And if it is, it is. Um, And then Hermoso had to come back again five days after and say, at no time was this, this, this kiss ever consensual. She had to say that, I guess, because no one said, you didn't recoil in horror, you didn't duck, you didn't move left. I think what she thought was going to happen, this is, this is the, the, if you want to talk about a problem in soccer, people do kiss in soccer. Men, grown men, straight men, macho men over there. Macho, macho. I think it's funny that Trump was playing that song. Macho, macho. But they kiss each other on the cheek. They grab each other from behind the neck. They grab their hair. They'll kiss very close to the lips. And he put his hands on. Uh, Ruby Austin on either side of Hermoso's face. And I think she was just going to get one of those, wah, kind of like home alone moments. Maybe a kiss on the cheek, which would have been forgotten about in three seconds. But he was like, mm, <laughs> So now 81 Spanish players in their women's league, including every single member of the Women's World Cup team, which is 23 players, they all have said, we will never play for Spain again until he's fired. And FIFA then announced that it was provisionally suspending Rubiales four days ago. And even Jorge Vilda, the coach that they hate, he said, we will all resign in protest against him, which is kind of a, I mean, he was going to quit anyway because they hated him. But now it looks like he's sort of heroic, right? Um, so then we have the hunger strike by his mom. She's taken to the hospital today. She's okay. And now the Federation has said the internal investigation in Spain is underway. What, what's the investigation? We all saw it, right? Is there? Uh, and now the Spanish Crown Court says they're going to see about the crime of sexual assault. It's not for me to say what sexual assault is or isn't, but when a real sexual assault happens, a violent, horrific crime, 
I don't know if this sort of takes the teeth out of it, but I guess you could put that under the umbrella as well. Uh, just every day, more pressure for him to resign. And it's like your mom did a hunger strike, and, you, and it's just like, he's, I'm not quitting. Maybe if they just pay him off. Maybe he doesn't want to quit because then he doesn't get to take his cash. But do you admire him for not quitting when the entire world wants him to quit? I'm not going to say I admire him because I don't know if I would quit either. Uh, I think I probably, I mean, I would not have done something so stupid. I know myself, I, I do dumb things. I'm not going to do something that stupid. But uh, it continues the drama. All right. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Byline. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline Airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, Call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. 
Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. You're crazy. You're crazy, man. You're crazy. I like you. But you're crazy. saw Rick Tittle at the laundromat last night, and I was hella checking him out. I just kept staring at him, and he played like I wasn't even there. I be like that then. All right. Thank you for that. Uh, Rick Tittle back with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's time to talk Super Motocross World Championship, and that's because we're going to have the first playoff at the Charlotte Motor Speedway September 9th. The second uh, playoff in Chicago land on the 16th, and then the final, the 23rd of next month, back at the L.A. Coliseum for the first time in 50 years. It's hard to believe it's been that long, but uh, it is our pleasure to bring in racing star R.J. Hampshire. He races for Rockstar Energy and Husqvarna. R.J., welcome to the show. Do I have to ask, do you get free Rockstar drinks and Husqvarna chainsaws? Uh, well, no, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, the Rockstars, we uh, we have those stacked up in the fridge, but the Husqvarna Chainsaws is separate from the moto department, so we don't really have much of a connection there. <laughs> all right, sounds good. Um, your background, um, I think all of us as kids thrash around on our bikes and do little jumps. I know I did, but then at a certain point, you're like, well, I'm, I'm not going pro. When did you think, you know what, I think I might be able to go pro here. Uh, I mean, I I lived a normal childhood pretty much my whole life. I uh, played sports in high school. Um, it wasn't until I was about 16, 17. It was like whenever it was either I was going to take this thing serious and uh, see what I can do there or heck, figure out figure out life, really. Um, luckily, made the right choice. And, yeah, this is my eighth year pro now and, and on a, uh awesome team um, with a very good support group. I think about, you know, you're growing up in uh florida so i would imagine college wise are you more gators canes or knolls oh i mean i would have to go i mean i i I grew up right by usf Mm -hmm. um but of course you know i'm i'd say probably the seminoles uh northern florida more than anything all right. Uh, by the way, I've been to Hampshire in England. Um, I've not been to the New Hampshire. Do you care about stuff like that? <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. But I actually spent some time up there. Also, we uh, um, I have friends that up there in, in Rye, which is right there on the beach. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy it up there also. But yeah, I don't really have any uh, relation to the to the Northeast. By the way, on your uh, Twitter, your uh, picture in the background is uh from my neck of the woods it's mount davis at the oakland coliseum i gotta give you some props for that oh man 
Is it? I, I don't even know which one's up there, but I know uh, I actually raced well there this year, open. So, I mean, I kind of have to like the place now. Absolutely. You know, it's I've had Tav, uh, Travis Pastrana on the show, and I know he does stuff a little bit different than you, but when the X Games were here in San Francisco a long time ago, he, at the end, jumped his bike in to San Francisco Bay, and he later got fined for it and whatever. But, you know, he's kind of a wild man. What What is maybe the more wild thing that you've done off the course ah man that's that's hard to say because uh we're yeah i mean travis is a legend in our in our sport but in our whole industry um so he kind of has a different side to it where he's he's not scared to do tricks and flips and and these massive jumps uh on uh, me on the other hand like i'm you're not going to see anything spectacular more than just racing like we try to kind of stick to that it's uh more of like a dedicated work um you know you're worried about your safety where i feel like travis and the in the off-road kind of side of it is more like adrenaline junkies that are just ready to do kind of whatever um and yeah i mean the the whole jump into the san francisco bay like that's that's crazy i don't like i said we're, we're more racers than anything he actually jumped out of a uh, plane without a chute like james bond he tumbled, he had a big smile on his face, and then halfway down, someone like went over to him and handed him a shoot, and he put it on. I mean, that's just a different kind of crazy. All right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're speaking with RJ Hampshire. So, uh, as I mentioned, the playoffs are coming. You're, um, you're one of the top seeds, maybe just off the podium, like around four. Is that something that kind of drives you? It's like, oh, you think I'm not going to be first place, second place, or third place? Gives you a little uh, extra motivation. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I had an awesome year. I had a really solid Supercross season um, with second in points. And then just how, how they have it uh, set up right now um, with the playoffs at the end. Like, my outdoor season was going decent. Um, and then I had an injury with two rounds to go. And uh, the team and I decided to sit those rounds out, which kind of it bumped me down a little bit. Um, I went from, you know, second in points, the overall points, to fourth. Uh, but in the overall kind of scheme of it how they have it scheduled where our first round of playoffs is you know single points or you know a normal point series um by the third round it's like a triple point so um like i'm not too worried about where i'm seated i, I am happy to be up there because you do start with uh i believe i'm starting with 18 points um all new se- series though uh all new aspect of it really like none of us really kind of know what to expect right now with you know the tracks and um just kind of the way the whole thing's structured i mean we've never gone racing this far into the to the year also uh which kind of it, it affects it quite a bit you know just how we train and and even the weather like i'm in florida right now and we just had that hurricane come through so you really can't ride as much as what you would like um but hey we're all we're all kind of dealt with the same cards right now you know, I think about you're not even 30, but you're a grizzled vet in the sport. I mean, you turned pro as a teenager, right? Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I believe I was just turned 19, maybe 18. Um, and, yeah, it, it's crazy just how the sport's kind of, you know, evolved over the years where I'm 27 uh, right now, and, like, I still feel like I'm learning, and I have so much more left. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm the vet in the 250 class right now, which is, is kind of hard to look look at and, you know, look back on the years. And, uh, man, they go fast. They go really fast. Uh, so just trying to, you know, drag my career out and feel like 
feel like I'm on the cusp of really kind of winning a championship here. And, and man, I would love to get it started with these last three and, and be in the first to, you know, win the whole SMX, you know, inaugural year. And you also have two kids. Are you ever like maybe midair on a jump and then think, I can't die here? I mean, you got to put all that stuff out of your mind to do it well, right? Yeah, of course. And then my family is super supportive. I've got two little girls, um, three years old and, and one about to be one. Uh, and, it, man, it's more fun than anything just to have them be a part of, of my career and, and being able to travel and experience the things that we do. Uh, I'm super thankful for that. And, and yeah, I mean, there's got to be an end at some point. Um, but, man, we're going to enjoy the ride as we as we can. And, uh, I mean, even just, like, with these uh, new venues coming up for the SMX, like, we, I've never raced in North Carolina, which is our first round, um, which is going to be awesome in, in the Z-Max um, drag strip. Drag strip. Uh, and then, like you said, to end it at the L.A. Coliseum, uh like that's we haven't been there in 50 years um so i've never gotten the chance to even go to la coliseum um and just yeah like you said to have my family be a part of it, it it'll be cool and kind of exciting factor to it last question for you i know the uh the, the 250 class they they look so light you know but on the other hand it is a big piece of machinery what are some of the maybe more ornery uh stubborn things about the 250 class yeah, I mean it's 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 very tough to kind of compare the two. Um, I ride a 450 really well, and, and uh, I'll probably be racing a 450 here soon. Um, just the different aspect of it is the 250; it's so power um, related, like the um, horsepower that we're able to give in the 250. Uh, like there's a max to it. Where on the 450, I mean you can make that bike as fast as I mean too fast. So you really have to be able to control. Um, where the limits at with that 250 and and where the engine um kind of might go on you so you have to make these bikes really reliable and also i mean if you think about it once you start trying to max out you know the engine and stuff it, it messes up with the chassis and suspension and things like that um but man i, I enjoy it you can like you said you, it's quite a bit lighter than the 450 so you can throw it around quite a bit um but man different different riding style and so much more to it than just you know the cc's RJ Hampshire, check him out at the Super Motocross World Championships, as I mentioned, playoff one at Charlotte, September 9th, Chicago Land Speedway on the 16th. And then, first time since 1974, we'll have Super Motocross at the Los Angeles Coliseum, September 23rd. That will be the final. And in these playoffs, you can get double and triple points. The, uh, the, the, uh, standings could change dramatically as well. RJ, best of luck, my man. We're rooting for you. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. No doubt. And um, I remember one time we had this one company, kind of like Husqvarna, and it was from Germany, and I pronounced it in German, and they're like, yeah, we don't need Rick anymore. But it's from Germany. It bragged about how it was made in German, and I pronounced it the German way. Uh, Husqvarna, I think that's Finnish. I'll have to check on that. Come on back.
Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295-800-965-1295-800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family? You never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153 That's 800-943-2153 Are you looking to sell your house? Call 1-800-SELL-FAST to request a free all-cash offer. We can buy your house in days and you don't even have to clean or fix anything. There are no commissions or closing costs. No agents, no open houses, and no banks to deal with. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST or visit sellfast.com to request your cash offer. There's no obligation. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST. That's 1-800-735-5327. Or visit sellfast.com to get your free cash offer. Sellfast is a home buyer referral service. Each office independently owned and operated. Jim Gaffigan here with some more straight talk. Let's take a moment to appreciate our sweet children, loving grandparents, and eternal soulmates. Now let's use them to save money on wireless. Because with the Straight Talk Silver Plan, you get four lines for just $25 a month with unlimited data and no contracts. So add those human pawns, I mean loved ones, and save money. Thanks, kids. They're finally worth it. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Get four lines on Silver Unlimited for $25 per line per month, plus taxes and fees. For data management practices and additional terms, visit straighttalk.com. Only I could do it right Make you wanna cry Leave you on red But I keep you on the side All right, thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. That is the dulcet tones of our next guest. It is Ella Rexa, and that is her new song, Night Calls. Ella, uh, willkommen, bist du Deutsch, ja? Ja, ich bin Deutsch. Woher kommst du? Uh, ich komme aus Stuttgart, Deutschland. Ah. Ich auch Deutsch. 
Baden-Württemberg, yeah, die Schwaben. Yeah. I had friends in, um, not only in Stuttgart, working for Daimler-Benz, but I also spent a lot of time in Schwäbischmünd and uh, also a little town called Neubronn near Obstmünd. Are you aware of those? Um, I've heard of Schwäbischmünd, but not the other uh, city you mentioned. But yes. Yes, it's, it's a beautiful area here. Yeah. Doesn't Stuttgart have the Königstrasse where you can just walk and shop, right? Yeah. All right, that's it. No, just kidding. Tell us, <laughs> tell us about how you got your start, because um, I think a lot of young women think, "Oh, I'm a great singer," and then it's like, "Eh, not really." But you actually are. So, how did that all work out? Oh, thank you so much, Sina. Um, I've always been singing. Um, I started really early. Um, my whole family. Um, is into music, um, musicians, yeah, so, yeah, this is, this is how this started, and then I, um, wanted to take it a bit more seriously, so, um, I started recording the songs that I always used to write, I, I'm a songwriter as well, so I always write songs, and, um, yeah. This, this is how this started. A lot of help from my from my parents and um, friends that are in the industry. Yeah. Mit Wielen Hilfe. So, is your family for Fußballspiel? Is your family more VfB Stuttgart or Stuttgarter Kickers? Um, I'm not into football <laughs> at all. <laughs> what about the national? What about the Deutsche um, Nationalmannschaft, no? Yeah, no, I never watch um, football. <laughs> okay, or good enough. Soccer. I don't know. Okay, so you How were... How do you say it in, in we, America? Yeah, we just say soccer. Yeah, foosball. Okay. Uh, you started off... I never watched it. I love basketball, though. Oh, okay. Who's your favorite player? Uh... <laughs> Um, I don't have a favorite player. Okay. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki, vielleicht, wahrscheinlich. Yeah. Genau. All right, so well, you start off at the age of five. You're a ballet dancer. You're a piano player. You just kind of always knew you were going to be a performer, huh? Yeah. Um, I, I was always performing, but um, whether it was in theater, musicals, or in the, when I was, I think, in sixth grade or seventh grade, I um, started playing um, the violin, and I went to an orchestra, so I always took every chance I got to... I know your dad... I know your dad worked in the industry... And your parents are from Albania originally. How much do you have a connection to Albania? Actually, from, from Kosovo. From oh. Kosovo. Oh, from Kosovo. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, your your press release says Albania. You gotta you gotta fix that. Oh, um, we are Albanian. There there is a country called Albania, and it's, um, <laughs> there are Albanians living in Kosovo and Albania, but um, uh -huh. my parents are. Gotcha. Yeah. How much connection? Yeah, I'll, I'll fix that. 
how much connection do you have to the to the Balkans over there then? Um, I think I'm pretty Balkan, you say. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a really strong connection to my roots. I, um, I love the music, and uh, I have a lot of friends, and I'm still family living there, but my family is all over the globe. Like, I have family in, in England, in the U.S., in New York, in Canada. <sighs> yeah. So when you, uh, the, to the way the world works now, you can put out just a song. You don't need an entire album and then you can get it on Spotify or, 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 or what have you, uh, get it digital. It's a, it's a different type of world now where you can, and, you know, whatever YouTube, just get that single out there, right? Yeah. Do you have uh, an... Um, where were you going with this? <laughs> Say again? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're, you're right. I agree. You can just put it out into the digital world. What is your um, your end game? Like, what do you want? Do you want to be uh, a star in the United States? Do you want to be a star just in Deutschland? Do you want to be an actress? Do you want to, I mean, what, what is sort of your motivation? Or you just kind of take it one day at a time? Um, that's an interesting question. Um, I just love music. So I'm trying to see where where this takes me. I would love to be a star in the U.S. and in Germany as well. Um, I love America. I've been there a lot of times. I love going. And, uh, yeah, I would, I would, I don't know. I would also love to be an actress. Yeah, I'm... There's, there's loads of things I want to do in that in that industry. I just, like I said, my motivation is music, my love for music. So I hope that that shines through the music that I'm gonna put out and yeah. And you are you kind of also known? You have the uh, the fabulous hair, super long. Have you like not had a haircut in like ten years? That's kind of like your signature. <laughs> um. I've always had long hair, even as a little girl. I don't, I don't, I, I do cut, cut it, but um, I don't know. It grows, it grows really fast. So I like my long hair. <laughs> no, it looks great. I hope I like it. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, we're speaking with Ella Rexha, German singer. When you, uh, I watched the video for uh, Night Calls on YouTube. Um, where did you shoot that? Because there is one little place that looks kind of like a. a an Asian pagoda type of uh, building. Yeah, that's actually um, a Chinese garden in Stuttgart. Hmm. So it's all local in Stuttgart, so, huh? Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's in, it's in Stuttgart. So in Stutt- I was really happy when I saw, found a Chinese garden in, in Stuttgart <laughs> because. Um, I don't know. It saves you the travel to uh, the journey to. China, and you can still have a touch of Asian. Sure. 
Yeah. Uh, this the scene where all the graffiti is. It looks like a parking garage, or maybe on the way to like the uh, U-Bahn. Uh, where was that? Um, yeah, no, you um, you're right there. Uh, it's that's like a U-Bahn. I don't know. Um, it looks nice. It looks cool. There's a lot of graffiti, and from what I've heard, they change it. So um, they like. Professional painters go there and, and, and do their thing. So if I were to shoot another video there, it probably would have a different background so I can go there again. <laughs> so uh, did you ever think about being in uh, Eurovision? No. So what's next then? You put the song out and you do press like you're doing right now. And then do you yeah. sort of, do you start to do, do you do live performances now with it? What, what's the next step? Um, yeah, um, I, I have, I have um, plans for releasing new projects. So that's what I'm currently working on. And, um, you know, um, live performances are definitely um, in the works. So, yeah, but I'm currently focusing more on, on um, bringing new projects out. At a certain point, are they going to say, I'm sorry, you, if you want to be serious, you got to go to New York, Los Angeles, or London. You can't stay in, in Baden-Württemberg. What would you say? <laughs> um, I uh, go to those places. <laughs> I don't. I don't stay in Baden-Württemberg all the time. I love going to New York, London. Um, I have family in London and friends, so I love going to London. It's like one hour flight or like nothing. Yeah. Um, I. Yeah, I would love to get out of Baden-Württemberg as much as I can. I'll leave you with this. I don't know if you know this, but. You know, New York obviously has a huge population of people from all around the world. And the Albanians are known as one of the the toughest. Like, you don't you don't mess with the Albanians in New York. Have you heard that? Yeah, yeah I have. I have family in uh, um, New York as well and friends. So, yeah. I love going to New York. I've been um, a few times this year. Yeah. No, it's a lot of fun. Uh, listen, um, all the I way... Actually Mm-hmm. I actually got the idea for night calls in New York. Oh. Well, yeah. coming from so, Stuttgart, so the, the yeah. home of Jürgen Klisman and also Porsche, and Ella Rexa, the new song, Night Calls. Check it out. Feeling donk on uh, uh, bon chance. Thank you, Shane. All right. I'm Rick Tittle, and... Uh, Let's take a break, and we will come on back on Sports Violin. Only I could do it right, make you want to cry, leave you on red, but I keep you on side.
Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 That's 800-788-1495 President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget the largest budget in U.S. history and guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078-800-535-6078. 800-535-6078. That's 800-535-6078. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. (laughs) We all have our idiosyncrasies. I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. Ah, uh, thank you for that. By the way, coming up in studio, we'll have John Fox and Daoud Naimyar for the SF Comedy Competition. I will be a judge on Sunday at the Arinda Theater at 2 o'clock. It is a holiday weekend, but if you want to come out and take a selfie with the comedians. 
And me. I'm so handsome. I'm so great. Um, Ella Rexa, by the way, bless her heart. She's so young, <clears throat> super talented, super pretty. You can't say that, Rick, you dirty old man. Sorry, I didn't notice how she looks. Um, she thought she was doing a newspaper interview. And this is the thing. A lot of people who aren't into, um, let's just say they don't do a lot of uh, interviews. You, you talk and then you stop talking. <laughs> and so... She was more like having a conversation that you would have in, you know, like, in other words, I say something, then you say something. It's almost like we say at the end, over, over, like on walkie-talkies. And so she would say, yeah, I could go there. And then I started talking. She's like, ah, maybe not. And I started talking. She's like, well, now that I think about it. And so she just didn't know. But like I said, bless her heart. Uh, I remember doing... Uh, Kate Upton a couple of times. I used to have this Sports Illustrated swimsuit model cover girl on my show every year. So it was Arena Shake, and I had Kate Hudson a few times. Bless her heart. Remember I said uh, you were uh, an equestrian rider, and you had thoughts of maybe representing the United States at the Olympics. Is that right? Huh? Yeah. And that's something near and dear to you? What is it about horse racing or about equestrian that's that you love? Huh? What what is it about equestrian that you love? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did have this one skateboard girl. I think she was fifteen. I have no idea why I was interviewing her, and I was like, "So blah blah blah." And she went, "Mm-hmm." And then I went, "Blah blah 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 blah." And she went, "Mm-hmm." Okay, bye. One time, I was interviewing Bobby Valentine in person in the Red Sox dugout, and he went, "Yes." Then I ended the question. He went, no. I'm like, why did you agree to be interviewed? I'm like, let's just cut this off. But two people hung up on me, and it's both in the last year. The one guy from um, Against the Number, the Futures guy. How would you describe Futures? How would I describe it? BDD. And then Warren Sapp. What? BDD. Sometimes I need a good laugh like that. All right, we got two more hours. Who knows what's going to happen? It's live radio. Come on back. News. I'm Corey Myers. Tropical storm Idalia triggering life-threatening flash floods in parts of eastern North Carolina. The storm that came on shore as a Category 3 hurricane in Florida yesterday morning, now a tropical storm with sustained winds of 60 miles an hour. A tropical storm warning in effect for South Santee River, north to the Carolina-Virginia state line. Hurricane Idalia may end up going down as a large-scale water event instead of a wind event, which could be good news for Florida homeowners. Here's the Insurance Information Institute's Mark Friedlander. 
you need flood insurance to have protection from those losses. So that will not factor into the equation how much property insurance industry will be paying out for claims. Unlike Hurricane Ian last year, Idalia's winds Ida less populated Big Bend region. And while there is significant flooding along a majority of Florida's Gulf Coast, property insurance won't cover those losses. North Korea says it conducted a simulated nuclear war against South Korea in response to the country's military drills with the U.S. and Japan. A new report on state media says North Korea views the allied exercises as a rehearsal for war by the U.S. and that the North Korean army staged a simulated nuclear strike Wednesday night in reaction to those drills. South Korea says the annual drills are to defend itself against the North. Southwest Airlines pilots planning informational picket lines today at several major airports to express their frustration with contract negotiations that have dragged on for three and a half years. The union filed for federal mediation last year, but no deal has been reached. This is USA News. Hey, you. Yeah, you. This is your dentist. Do me a favor and feel the front of your teeth. How grimy are they? It's time for a Crest Pro Health reality checkup. That grime is the buildup of plaque bacteria that can cause cavities in just months. You need to switch to Crest Pro Health. While most toothpaste stop working in minutes, Crest Pro Health's antibacterial fluoride protects for up to 12 hours to stop cavities before they start. So pick some up on the way home. Smile. Crest has you covered. Now. Now your ideas don't have to wait. Now they have everything they need to come to life. Dell Technologies and Intel are creating technology that loves ideas, loves expanding your business, evolving your passions. We push what technology can do. So great ideas can happen right now. Find out how to bring your ideas to life at Dell.com. Welcome to now. Taco Bell testing Mountain Dew-flavored gelato at a restaurant near company headquarters in Irvine, California. Mountain Dew Baja Blast Gelato will be available starting today. It costs $3. It's the first time Taco Bell has ever offered a gelato. Visa and MasterCard planning to increase fees that many merchants pay when they accept customers' credit cards. Aaron Rial reports. Credit card fee increases are scheduled to start in October and April, according to the Wall Street Journal. Many of the increases are for online purchases. The changes could result in merchants paying an additional $502 million annually in fees. Increases in network fees will make up a little more than half of the revenue. The rest will come from increases in interchange fees, also called swipe fees. Merchants pay these fees when shoppers pay via credit card. Visa, MasterCard, and big banks have said that the fees help cover the costs related to fraud prevention and innovation while banks often use the money from interchange fees to fund credit card rewards programs. There's an alligator who was dumped in New Jersey. Sarah Lee Kessler has an update. It poked its head out of the duck pond in Victor Kral Park for a moment last night as if to say, you can't catch me, and the Middlesex Borough search crews did not. But now a trap's been set for the gator on the edge of the duck pond. The mayor hopes it works, but in the meantime, the park remains closed. I'm Corey Myers, USA News.
This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Welcome back to Hour 2 of 3. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Nice to have you with us wherever you are listening in this great land of ours. This great land of Bulgaria. 1-800-878-7529. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, quarter trail about chess checkers, rugby, cricket, that type of stuff. But you also know that I'm a big comedy nerd and I've been interviewing comedians in here for two decades. And... I'm very excited about Sunday because I'll be a comedy judge once again. This time at the San Francisco Comedy Competition, 47th Annual. It'll be at the Arinda Theater, not too far from where I went to college out there at St. Mary's. And uh, it'll be at 2 p.m. And uh, coming up in studio, we'll have John Fox, who's been in before. He runs the whole thing. He's been doing it a long time. We'll also have Daoud Naimyar, who's going to be emceeing. He'll be in studio with us as well. We'll talk about that competition y'all it's going to be in marin it's going to be at the battery of course if you're at the battery you have to be a a member they won't let me in there because i'm from richmond not white enough no i'm just kidding uh chris garcia will be joining us in studio he's at the punchline in the second hour jd sharp is scheduled to stop by to talk mlb in about an hour as well um, but uh, your calls at 1-800-878-PLAY. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, uh, Twitch TV uh, as well. And um, as I mentioned, uh, Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle is the Facebook fan page if you want to get that way. Uh, the Twitter or X, as the kids would say, is at Rick Tittle. <laughs> Rick Tittle, and that's any of my T's. And uh, also uh, CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network, Channel 2, and your cable provider, 35 
uh, million homes. Uh, you can go that way uh, as well. So as I mentioned, if you want to get to the, we'll talk about it. We'll have a whole hour together. You can get to the Arenda Theater on uh, Sunday at 2 p.m. to check out the 47th Annual San Francisco Comedy Competition. And after a quick break in studio, we'll have John Fox, the man behind the whole thing, been doing it a long time, and also the MC and comedian himself, Daoud Naimyar, will join us in studio. So we'll take a quick break. We'll come on back on Byline. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline Airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-433-0539. That's 800-433-0539. Paid for by Fix My Student Loans. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey! 
Check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAY. Come on in. Also, twitch.tv. You can see us as well and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome two gentlemen into the studio. First of all, welcome back, John Fox. How are you? Very fine. Got a cheap parking space, so I'm super stoked. <laughs> Is there such a thing in San Francisco? A dollar an hour. Well, I think, did you give it to a homeless guy? <laughs> I wish you'd get the <laughs> access to someone. That's an, I'm going to Groton Casino after this. Oh, you're going to Grayton. Oh, Grayton. Yeah. I've never been there, so I don't know how to pronounce it. I think all Groton are the potatoes. Oh, that's why I said Groton. <laughs> John is with us because he runs the 47th annual San Francisco Comedy Competition. How long have you been involved with this? I came in the second year. Uh, the founder, Frank Kidder, did it on his own on 76, and I came and repaired all the damage he'd done. I, I hear fairies, by the way. Is that your phone? <laughs> it's I'm your sorry. 46th year, and you're like, I don't know media. <laughs> <laughs> and also in studio with us is uh, our main man, Dawood Naimyar, who is going to be uh, emceeing uh, the competition as well. What's up, man? What's going on, man? Glad to be here. I also uh, found a p- cheap parking spot. I think I parked illegally, so I don't know how much <laughs> time I have. It's uh, really cheap, maybe. Yeah, it's very cheap. I didn't pay anything. I told the homes got to watch it, so we'll see gotcha. what happens. Well, we're all Bay Area guys. We know that John's South Bay. You and I are East Bay guys. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about the contrast that you were in the Yoon going to Logan, and then you go out to Monta Vista, yeah. where I'm sure all the cheerleaders were like, hi, how are you? Yeah, yeah. I definitely uh, did not get that experience. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I found out tall, dark, and handsome doesn't mean brown dudes. Uh, I found that out much later in life. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I know someone that their daughter has this new boyfriend, and he's got a totally white first name, but then uh-uh. his last name is like Al-Shabazz. And she's oh, like, yeah. oh, he's Muslim. I'm like, yeah. he's, he's from Danville. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's he's American. Yeah. It's that's, just that everybody is, I don't know. That's a beautiful way to look at it. And, yeah. But I don't know if everybody agrees with you <laughs> on that one. <laughs> well, I think being born and raised here, you kind of just, it's not this like shocking. Yeah, it's, yeah. I think in the Bay Area, it's such a melting pot. Right. But like the TSA would disagree with you. <laughs> when they, when they, I, I was born in Oakland, but I'm clearly a foreigner in their eyes. So, so uh, how many times did you experience, like even today, do you experience like a sideways look or whatever? Oh, all the time. I, uh, anytime I do international travel, especially, can't, I hate Canadians. I, I literally wow. just, I just got back from Vancouver and I am always, like I, I, in America, I haven't really been the security check as much. Like I thought, I was like, oh, I'm one of them. I blend in. Mm-hmm. I also didn't know that, um, when they swab your hands that that you've been selected i thought that was a, a thing that they did to everybody every single time i didn't know that i've had it twice yeah i've had it every single time <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was just part of the process take <laughs> off your shoes get your hands swabbed so there's this little things you don't even notice uh when it happens so often so. i have a i have a buddy who's um uh saudi and mm-hmm. he says uh i just say what's up sa la raza and he gets by that way yeah yeah have you ever done that or people um, assume like maybe you're latino yeah yeah pretend to be a different race all the time <laughs> uh <laughs> I, uh, Latino's great. I try to be black. That didn't quite work out for me. Uh, <laughs> they didn't accept me. So, <laughs> but yeah, I've tried, uh, I've blended in as Latin a lot. Uh, I went by David for a long time. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. All right. So John, we were talking about Dawood. He uh, competed himself and did very well in this competition. Absolutely. Uh, well is, well is polite. Third. 
third. Well, third out of how many? Fifteen placed, right? Out of like fifteen, sixteen, but you know, out of a bigger pool that they have to select. I don't know, thousands of applicants. Well, we start with thirty-two, but we do go through several hundred applicants. Yeah. Well, I've been I've been a judge at Tommy T's. I was at a, a judge um, a little over two years ago for Helium Portland. That was more of an open mic type of thing because I I'll have to say because I'm a comedy nerd and I'm so used to good comedy. I almost suffered through that because. This, I like that you've sussed people out. Like, I was doing a little research on everybody. Everybody here is a performer, and they know what they're doing. The The one I did for Helium, it was basically like an open mic, and it was like 20 people got three minutes, and I think I laughed twice. Bless their hearts for trying. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if that was in June, because it's sort of like having a competition is the thing to do in June, because it's impossible to draw a crowd. It was so, August, actually. Oh, well, anyhow, it's close yeah. enough, but uh, <laughs> in the summer, you know, and, uh, you know, it's hard to know how to, uh, from my point of view, how to look at those other events. I try to look upon them as satellite events uh-huh. uh, and not usurpers. Well, as I said, I was, I mean, you got Paco Romain in here. I've seen him at the punchline. I mean, you have people who know how to perform here. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, we are offering a $7,500 first prize and over $20,000 in prize funds. So it's, but it's also, I think, a phenomenal workshop and also uh, all these people going through this together. They're going to, it's going to result in lifelong associations that uh, they have this shared experience and will benefit them no matter where they place. Yeah, and a whole bunch of enemies. Yeah, you got that far. <laughs> well, there's, there's, that a, there's some lifelong enemies that I have still to this day. But it's a it's a great experience and it's it's so much fun. And really, if you look at the uh, the alumni, the everybody just wants to get on that Wikipedia page because some of the names on there oh, are yeah. so legit. Robin Williams, Robin Williams Dana Gould, I mean, Dana Gould, Louis C.K. Before he was doing yeah. what he was doing, uh, <laughs> taking out his probably the, yeah, probably the same time, but. You know. By the know. way, you got a great radio voice. You heard that? Oh, I am very hungover. So that's. Uh, <laughs> I know it's much deeper than I. Yeah, it's never this deep. I, it's, I noticed it's, when he called uh, me and said he might be late. I said, "Wow, he's really deep voiced in the morning." Yeah. No, I uh, I drank my own weight in alcohol last night, so uh, I almost didn't make it. So I'm glad to be here. Wait, you got drunk on a Wednesday night? Yeah, I, I had a show last night. Oh. I headlined uh, in San Jose. So, oh, yeah. Which the, one? The San Jose Improv. Oh, you headlined it. I headlined Great. it. I just yeah. saw Joe List down there about a month ago. Oh, he's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. very yeah. nice guy. That's one of the great things about this show is over the years having everybody come in, if they headline the Punchline or Cobbs, and then uh, a lot of them now are, are too big. They do theaters. They don't mm-hmm. do press. And think well, about like Sam Morrill, Mark Norman. Uh, Joe is actually there. an alumni of our <laughs> Seattle event. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. How, well, how did he do? He made the finals. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think... Uh, <clears throat> Most of the greats get like second or third place. Is how I. Uh, <laughs> is what I know. How much money did you win? It's and your... uh, I want to say like four or five grand. I think. Wow. Yeah. Uh, What'd you do with it? Uh, probably drank it away. Uh, Frosted highlights. Yeah, exactly. It goes straight back into the hair. <laughs> uh, it takes a lot of upkeep to look this good. <laughs> when I were I played. Uh, college football. This is in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Is a hundred years ago. But there was a guy that had the frosted tips. Yeah. And there was an argument one time. He and another guy were getting. They're both linebackers. You know, they're tough guys. They're getting into it. And the other guy who didn't have the frosted tips said, "Why don't you go back to the beauty salon?" <laughs> and then that was the end. Yeah, so, yeah and you win. You, yeah, and I, uh, I don't take any offense to it. I love the beauty salon. I, uh, <laughs> they're, they're very nice to me. Yeah, <laughs> as much time as I can spend there, I will. So. Um, like I was thinking, like you're like my cousin. I, I would take me a week to grow a beard, but like my cousin, he gets the five o'clock like Wolfman thing. How mm-hmm. fast is it for you? I um, surprisingly can't grow it that fast. Uh, I've it's I grow it out long because if I cut it short, it's so patchy and like soft and thin, and 
I, uh, I'm a very weak Middle Eastern dude in that regard. I'm like the least hairy guy in my family. Come, even my sisters have more facial hair than I do. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, it's... It looks good, though. I like your nickname. I, need, I have no uh, no jawline, so I need to have it. Gotcha. Yeah. I love the uh, Larry the Cobble guy. Oh, my Twitter handle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah thank That's you. pretty good. Well, I remember growing up, uh, they said, like, Fremont was little Kabul. We used to it say was, Kabul yeah. back then. Yeah, when when yeah. did it change to Kabul, or was it always? I think it was always Kabul. I think just the white people caught on eventually. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's like I always thought it was Kiev, and then they said the Russians are trying to bomb Kiev, <clears throat> and, or like, you know, in Peking and Beijing. Yeah, like the, Qatar. It's like yeah, Qatar. Yeah, I can't. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. um, I can't say cutter. Okay, yeah, I just, I, I can't. And yeah, I know yeah. people from there say it. Mm-hmm. Well, then spell it like you're not going to class. Like, spell <coughs> it that way, right? Yeah. I know. It's white privilege. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll take a quick break. <laughs> we will come on back in studio. John Fox and uh, also Daoud Naimyar here about the 47th annual San Francisco comedy competition. Find out how you can attend. Come on back. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. 
If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. I joined the Army because my father and my brother were in the Army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one? Tittle always goes commando. Uh, bless your heart. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. And we've got uh, Twitch.tv going. We've got American Forces Radio Network in uh, 177 countries. And, of course, terrestrial and extraterrestrial radio with ETs working the board as engineers. Uh, the 47th San Francisco Comedy Competition, one of the most prestigious and longest-running competitions in the United States, with uh, as uh, Daoud was mentioning, Daoud Naimyar, who's in studio here with John Fox, who runs it. So many great uh, alumni who have uh, won and placed and shown in this as well. And, uh, John, I just want to go over the, uh, the roster and uh, ask you about some of these comedians. And, Daoud, uh, do you know most of these comedians? Or if I throw a name at you, would you say no idea? Um, I, if the, the locals, I, I know almost everybody that's a local that I've seen on there. There's a, there's a handful of Bay guys and I, I should know all of them. All right. If I, I'm going to throw some names, let's get a little blurb on these people. Well, I think he actually knows them better than I do because essentially I have a talent director and, uh, aside from the ones I invited in personally, a lot of these people, the mass majority of them I'll be seeing for the first time tomorrow night. All right. Well, let's, well then instead of me doing that, let's talk about, um, Pick three that you're looking forward to, and let's start with you. Um, the first name that comes to mind, uh, Joseph Annalyn. I think he's uh, he's been in the Bay Area a long time. He's a Bay Area staple. Uh, he's he's a feature at every major club in the scene. Someone I look up to. I'm surprised he hasn't done it earlier. I think he's the he's probably the guy to not on the Arinda roster though. Not I guess he's the yeah, weak. He is. Oh, is he? Annalyn. Joseph A N O L I N. Yeah. No, is it is it the week after? I don't know. But well, he him, must have switched weeks. He's going to be there. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Joseph Annalyn and Paco Romaine. Is he on this one? Yep, he's yeah. on that. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Paco Romaine, another guy mm-hmm. I've, I've looked up to for a very long time. By the way, my favorite Paco Romaine line. Paco, I want to say Paco Roman. It's that old member. Remember Paco Roman, the, the cologne, right? <laughs> Paco Romaine. No. We got to be old. I'm over 50. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Paco Romaine, my favorite line from him was. I'm from the racist part of Michigan. It's called Michigan. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Paco, who else do you think? Um, Paco, Joseph, and um, I'm blanking on this guy's name. I think it is it Jack Ferguson. Is he on this week? Yeah. And Jack Ferguson. He's the opposite of those two guys, a little bit more of a newcomer, but he is a beast. I've seen him grow. And uh, and I, I made fun of him a lot back in the day, so I, I feel bad, so I want to give him a shout-out. <laughs> 
How about you? Who are you okay, looking for? Okay, I'm to? just. I would be. I've learned few lessons in my life, but one is to not be quoted as who I'm going to think will do well in my own comedy competition. <laughs> yeah, However, fair. I will say the person I do feel will do well was not mentioned by Dayud. Oh. So there are other possibilities. Well, let me ask you this: There are 12 men. The one I'm going to be judging. There are three. Oh, women. Not enough. <laughs> we need, we need we'll more men. Well, <laughs> there's not enough men on this lineup. What's going on? There's, uh, I'll see if I'm saying it right. Uh, Shanti Charan. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. she's actually amazing she's a, too. She's got a. She's a contender. For I sure. clearly have a bias. Yeah. I just learned. Uh, Amanda Cohen, mm-hmm. and then Brett Jennings. Right. Brett Jennings also very. She's fine. also a local. Yeah. Uh, as well, um, and uh, it just worked out that way. Well, funny is funny, so mm-hmm. uh, right. w- one thing about women in comedy is they get so much opportunity. <laughs> if, they're, if they're really uh, showing promise, the, the doors are going to open quicker for them than for the men because there's less of them in the business. So uh, it's, we do our best. We'd like to have a 50-50, but basically we're going to take the 16 funniest people we can find and put them up tomorrow night. I will uh, refuse to speak on this situation. <laughs> you're not going yeah, to quote <laughs> me saying either. I think women are funnier than men, and I'll just say that right uh-huh. now. And that's uh, that's my stance. <laughs> Very well put. <laughs> well, the other thing is, too, like I know sometimes in these competitions, they'll be like, don't kill or they'll think you're a hack. And it's like, well, I have five minutes. Why wouldn't I kill? Is that, is that kind of a weird thing to say? It's a. I've heard that, and that's the thing is like you. You want you want to kill, but you also, you're. There's other people there because the thing is, there's the audience, and then the, there's the judges, and the judges tend to be other senior comics, club bookers, people who like know comedy. So, you you have to be funny enough to get the audience, and sometimes it's like hacky or whatever. But then you also have to understand that there are judges, and they. They know original content. They know what good comedy is a lot of the times. So you have to kind of be able to gauge both. You have to be mainstream enough and uh, honest enough with yourself that you're kind of getting both sides. One thing John said is so true is that funny is funny. And as Seinfeld said, there's no grad school for it. So it doesn't matter what your ethnicity or gender, whatever, background, rich, poor. If you're funny, you kind of break through. And it's really a meritocracy that way. So for you, because when I was 14, I thought I was funny as hell. So did all my friends, right? Yeah. Probably were, but when I be professional, when did you decide, like, I think I can be professional here? Um, You have to just kind of be a crazy person to believe that because you you get rejected so much in the beginning. Like, there are a few people who just go up and they're amazing from the get-go. It does happen. It didn't happen for me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I just wasn't good at anything else. So it was kind of, I didn't, a lot of my, uh, a lot of especially brown comedians, they're like, oh, I dropped out of med school or I was an engineer. I was a drug dealer. <laughs> so like this is, uh, stand-up comedy wasn't too much of a, a risk. You well, know? Let, me, let me ask you this too, because uh, about like, quote unquote, ethnic comedians. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, a guy I used to work with in TV, he's from Fremont. His parents were from India. Yeah. And he tried, but his 15 minutes was all... Indian jokes, yeah, and it's like, well, if you know, if you're Joe Coy and you're doing Filipino jokes, like jokes, and me, yeah, yeah. But on the other hand, you want some stuff that's evergreen that everybody's going to laugh at. So, how do you sort of draw the line between that stuff? I think you can talk about your racial identity in a way that people who aren't that group will connect. There, there are things that mm-hmm. um, might be specific to you, your family, but kind of everybody understands and kind of has gone through the same things. Just because I'm ethnic doesn't 
take away from the experience. If anything, I, I, I can talk about my ethnic experiences in, in a way that people still enjoy it. I think I, mm-hmm. I think there's a line. Some people are just they go way too. All they talk about, they're only they're targeting Indians or they're targeting brown people, and that's cool if that's all you want your audience. I like white people because they have more money to come to the shows, <laughs> so I try to get everybody in. <laughs> what so girl? Are you first generation or second? I, uh, I'm the first one born here. Okay, in my whole family, I have sisters that are born in Afghanistan. So is there and you know you think about from the the Soviets and the United yeah, States yeah. helped the Afghans, and then of course that's that a, that turned around. A, uh, does did that stuff occupy your mind, or are you so American that it's like whatever? Um, no, no, it uh, definitely. I think every um, child from uh, a war-stricken country thinks about it. I think it's mm-hmm. we can't avoid it. There's obviously things like survivor's guilt and things that we think about, but at the end of the day, you know, you try your best. And I, I actually talk about that kind of stuff on stage as much as I can. I try to bring light to it. And uh, I think the most tragic things are the usually the best to talk about and make funny you know mm-hmm. well that's the thing like well, when i was a kid um in um uh, i guess i was in junior high no i was in high school the hostages got taken in iran yeah and yeah. so all my iranian friends started going by persian yeah and then we'd yeah. go to their house and be like oh don't take us hostage uh, you know <laughs> even though they're in richmond yeah. and el cerrito whatever yeah so the, the closest thing I ever got to that, which was pretty much of a stretch, is a German American. They're like, "Oh, you know Hitler, uh, Holocaust." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, eh. "Yeah, yeah." yeah. It's, everybody gets a turn, yeah. I think. So it, uh, <laughs> people find stereotypes, and I, I think they're funny to to find, you know make fun of each other and our ethnic backgrounds and. Differences. Well, how many people have come to you and be like, "So what? The Mujahideen? You're like, I'm from Oakland. Like, <laughs> yeah, what, what no. do you what do you want? No, yeah, I, I do a joke about that. People ask me my opinions on what's going on in the world. I was like, I don't. I don't know, man. <laughs> Watch CNN. They'll probably not tell you anything great either. But, like, I, I don't know what's going on half the time. You know, I, I'm i just like every other person. Right. I, I do my research, but I know what you guys know. One of my favorite stories sort of related to that was uh, the Giants used to have a first baseman named Travis Ishikawa. His oh, dad yeah. was Japanese-American and a mm-hmm. white mom. And during spring training, they were playing the Japanese national team, getting warmed up for the World Baseball Classic. So he's playing first base, and the Japanese guy hits a single, and he gets a first base, and he starts speaking Japanese. He's like, dude, I, not, not a word. I'm from California. I, yeah, yeah. I, just because I'm Ishikawa doesn't mean I speak Japanese. Yeah, yeah. There's, but it's also like brown people see me, and they expect me to be one of them. I'm a, it's a thing for, like quote-unquote, ethnic comedians that we are – representation uh like it or not i have no choice in yeah. it i you're I an ambassador right i'm an ambassador I've, yeah. i didn't ask to be until i say something they disagree with and then they <laughs> and then they hate me so it's they're like you represent us and then they disagree with the joke like why stop representing us and i'm like i i, I don't want to I'm all just, right well let me ask you this we have about a minute here yeah. um what is the afghan burrito like what is the most an afghan burrito well, it'll just mean like the uh, best oh. the best food item in Afghan. so we have so there's two things there's um the thing that I think everybody will agree on that's the best Afghan food is something called mantu. Uh, it is kind of like a dumpling um, with ground beef and sauces and everything on top of it. And then there's my personal favorite, which is something called bolani, <coughs> which is... Um, bolani and cheese sandwich? Exactly. Bolani <laughs> and cheese sandwich. Oh, it has a little olive in it. No. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called a bolani, and it's, I guess, kind of like a, like a quesadilla, Ooh. but with potatoes in it. Ooh. And it's a, it's like a fried quesadilla with potatoes, and it's my favorite thing in the entire world. 
Afghan, I'm just looking this up. Afghan mantu, savory beef and onion filled dumplings. Yeah, yeah. Our uh, our culture because it's like Central Asia. Mm-hmm. It's it has a mixes of kind of South Asian, Middle Eastern. You were on the Silk Road. We were on the Marco Silk Road. Polo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we probably killed Marco Polo. I think I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of ethnic diversity in that country. We have one probably the most uh, ethnically diverse countries in that whole region. How many Afghan restaurants in Fremont? Uh, too many to count. Maybe all right. 50. <laughs> all right. All my questions, I'm, I talk to him, hey, and I ask him 500 Afghan questions. Well, he's no. more interested than I am, I understand. <laughs> we'll that, a, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take a quick break. We'll come back with John Fox and Daoud Naimyar from the San Francisco Comedy Competition. Staples has big savings on everything you need for back to school or stocking up the office. Save on all your school essentials from notebooks to markers. Save on everything you need for travel, like luggage, portable tech, and travel size personal items. Plus, save on signs, banners, and posters from Staples Print and Marketing Services. And now at Staples, you can save even more with $10 off document printing when you spend $40 or more. Get everything for the office and the classroom for less at Staples. Ends 9:30. Exclusions and restrictions apply. See associate or visit staples.com/print for details. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153-800-943-2153-800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. 
Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Uh, what kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. That hurts my feelings. I can't believe you said that. 1-800-878-PLAY. Come on in and get heard. And if you have any questions for John Fox, who runs the San Francisco Comedy Competition, or the MC of the event, Daoud Naimyar, it is 1-800-878-PLAY. And, of course, Larry the Cobble Guy, once again, uh, is a great nickname. So, John... Uh, over the years, um, as you've seen, as you said, you know, you've been this 46 years now at this competition. Um, and we talked about this last time you were in, but just maybe some more uh, anecdotes from the old days and great stories about maybe temper tantrums or, or diva-esque behavior. I don't know. Well, I, you know, it's funny. I'm always asked, to, asked that, and I don't really like to tell the acts because I'm afraid they're going to try and top whatever they, I tell them. <laughs> but uh, I do remember at the Warfield Theater when Michael Pritchard uh, won, and he's up there all sappy. Got to go home now. Got to get some rest. Got to get up and go to Juvenile Hall with the kids tomorrow. And then Bobby Slayton thrust his arm through the curtain and flipped him off. And he didn't see it. The whole audience saw it, though. And I thought that was great because he's getting awful sanctimonious up there. Mm -hmm. But then he did open for the Pope, so I guess he's entitled to. <laughs> uh, uh, so then I had the misfortune one time of... Uh, having a person marching through cash creek casino yelling it's fixed it's fixed it's fixed mm. and then many years later he wanted to be hired by me because i do shows besides the festivals and i said why would i hire you <laughs> and he goes well surely i'm not the only person that said it's fixed <laughs> and i go well yeah but not to my face so it's not fixed by the way we're, we're very uh, concerned that it'd be a fair competition right as I a know. person as a person who got third i'm pretty sure it is fixed it just ends up uh, <laughs> well as a judge no one's Slip me any money yet? Yet, okay. Yes, as you guys Noted. were saying, you are corruptible, right? Yes. Easily, yeah. Um, Bobby Slayton has been in here many times. It's been a while now, but like if you look at where everybody signs the wall, he wrote, "Rick, this time didn't suck as much as last time." No, that's Bobby, the pit bull. Yeah, yeah as always. Uh -huh. So when you were coming up, was there a guy or two or a gal that kind of took you under their wing? And no. conversely, was there anybody who thought you should quit because you stink? Um, no, I, I got. Kind of the opposite. I uh, was ignored for a long time, and uh, I reached out to a lot of the guys that were uh, that I looked up to. Kind of got left in the dirt. Mm -hmm. uh, one guy, um, Kabir Singh. Yeah, Kabizi. Uh, Kabizi. He Fremont. was he, he was very kind to me uh, when I started out. Uh, I appreciate him a lot. Uh, Samuel Bed. I also. Well, these guys were very were kind to me, um, but. For the most part, it was kind of you kind of do everything on your own, and I did the, the comedy competition bring more attention to you? One hundred percent. That was uh, there. You go. Yeah, well done. It was. Uh, <laughs> it's a credit. Yeah, it was. It was my first credit. Um, a lot of things started taking off after that. I, 
especially you know in the scene it's uh it's it's uh they see they, it legitimizes you um and people see that like you can when you say that it's because like again a lot of the people who have been on these lists are pretty great so it's uh it really helped a lot have you done an album yet uh, I did a compilation album with three of my buddies uh, like five years ago, mm-hmm. um, and it's like 15, 20 minutes of us each, of me and my three best friends. We all started comedy together. It's called um, Pier 69 something something. I don't, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but since then, I've done uh, Comedy Central. I, uh, I did uh, I did Comedy Central this year. Great. I did Just for Laughs in Montreal. Oh, you went to JFL? I was a, I was a new face last year. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And, um, and the year before, I did uh, something called the Don't Tell Taping. And that's all those things of Getting to JFL great. is so hard, man. Oh, man. that's uh, that's That was uh, one of the How many times did you miss? Uh, I think six times. Yeah. It took six tries. And they're like, you're close. You're close. No, it was more like ghosted. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of my, been my career. It's uh, they don't know who I am until they do. It's never like, oh, you're getting there. There's no, mm-hmm. no one sees me coming. I, he just reminded me of a Kabizi joke where he said that he broke up with his girlfriend and uh, then she got really into shape and got beautiful yeah. and started partying. And his friends were like, "How could you break up with that?" He goes, "I didn't break up with that. Yeah, with that, <laughs> I didn't break up with that. <laughs> that you should have seen what she looked like before. Yeah, yeah, yeah." Um. So I. Uh, I, I just it makes me think when Arch Barker was in here, he was hanging around the punchline like Sunday mm-hmm. nights. Oh yeah, he said he did a set and it was crickets, and he thought, you know what, f this, this is it's not going to work. And he said a comedian who I had never heard of grabbed him and said, you know, screw this audience. He goes, you're hella funny. He's like, really? He goes, they don't know what funny is. He goes, you really got to keep writing jokes. Yeah. And he said, if that guy didn't say that, he might have quit. Yeah. Um, again, I didn't have that guy. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I probably quit tomorrow. No, it's uh, um, my first time was at Tommy T's uh, yeah. in Pleasanton because I grew up around that area. Sure. It was the closest Tommy's thing. been in here a bunch. And I, uh, I had... It was terrible. I didn't prepare a single joke. I was like cocky. I was like, dude, uh, I, I'm charismatic. Yeah. Everybody loves me. I kill it at parties. Was it a bringer? It was an open mic competition that they used to have. I don't know if they still have it. It was like you pay $5 and you can win like 100 bucks. If And uh, I went up there, bombed. And uh, I was like 19 or 20, quick comedy. I was like, I'm never doing this again. Came back a year later. I was like, it was a crowd. Bombed again. Wow. Did you start writing jokes after that? The third time. Mm. I was like, maybe I should write a joke. Maybe what were you the- doing? Crowd work? Or- I was just riffing. I was just up there just talking and like, oh, I'll find something in the moment. What I didn't. That's incredibly brave or incredibly <laughs> short-sighted. Very. I didn't I didn't know how I didn't know what the process was. I didn't know comedians sat there and wrote jokes right. and you know crafted and everything. So I just went up there like a cocky young man. And I didn't have anxiety those first two times because I had the ego. That mm. third time when I wrote jokes, I like practiced. It was the first time I ever had anxiety. And I puked before I got on stage. And then I went in, won that little competition, and then I was like, Okay. I have it I'm okay at this if I actually put effort in. Right. Yeah. I mentioned Joe List earlier, and he he says that he'll he'll his whole life is joke by joke. He'll tell three jokes that kill, and he's like, "I'm the best comedian in the world." And then one that doesn't, he says, "I should quit comedy." But then again, you get these guys like Daniel Sloss, who's been in here a couple of times. He'll wait ten minutes for the punchline. Like yeah. it's these, and I know that like the streaming services, they like these stories now. But like Samuel, Mark Norman, if they're not getting a joke laugh every eight to twelve seconds, they panic. Are you like that? I, uh, I come from that school of thought. Uh, those so those guys that you like, Joe List, Sam Morell, Mark Norman, stylistically is who I've mirrored myself after. We mm-hmm. all come from the David Tell school, yeah. which is just like boom, 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 boom. 
And uh, yeah, if I don't get a laugh, at, like for like a minute and a half, I'm like I'm the worst comedian who's ever lived. I'll probably <laughs> I'd have a panic attack on stage. So I, I need that laugh every se- uh-huh. every thirty seconds or so. Was David Tell ever in the competition? No, he actually applied and we didn't accept him. Ah, <laughs> Did wow. you hear that? that was not our finest moment. No, no. The, the competition's bigger than David Tell. Wow. Did you hear that? That's, well, that's where we're at. I mean, SNL turned down Jim Carrey and Zach Galifianakis. There you yeah, go. Yeah, it does happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I'd like to emphasize that uh, that the competition does provide that vehicle to for a comedian to show that they are belong in a higher tier. And I do remember when Jake Johansson yeah. won it. And he was everyone's favorite feature act going into that. And there was like, why should we make him a headliner? He's willing to work for the money, and he's great. And and uh, and so when he won the competition, that legitimized him as a headliner. And it provides that vehicle in addition to the cash and in addition to the workshop. If you think you're not getting the attention you deserve, this is the vehicle for you. And I also like to mention that this is a month-long event. So Dayud will be our host this weekend. Uh, Orion Levine's coming in to host next weekend. Then we have Sammy Obeyed for the semifinals and Ellis Rodriguez. And then we have Dan St. Paul for the finals week. So it was a four-week-long event. Mm. I'm just judging one time, though. So I understand. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Which one are you judging? <laughs> Sunday and Arinda. Okay. All the right. matinee. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. It's like a 3 p.m. show or something? 2 p.m. It's kind of trying to bring back vaudeville with an uh, afternoon mm-hmm. matinee. Can you be funny while the sun is shining? Uh, I can, but we will see you about the rest of the competition. <laughs> well, hopefully the air conditioning works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, I'm sure it does, though, by the way. Wow. So um, any other comedian that was turned down that... I think that was our... Um, thanks for hitting that nail on the head. <laughs> uh, I think that was our worst hour of decision we ever made. Mm-hmm. Uh but uh, one thing on, on the flip side of that is uh, we've had, we, in the off-season, we do these best of the comedy competition shows where we do alumni and we try and get into large theaters with that. Mm-hmm. And the last two I did were with Joe Zimmerman and Joe Bartnick, neither of whom got out of the prelims. So just being accepted, mm-hmm. we see something in you. It's a, a matter of timing whether you're going to get that money and win right mm-hmm. now. But it might come a little ways down the line. I like Bardnick. He's been on the show. He goes around with Bill Burr everywhere now. Mm-hmm. That's one of his guys. Um, you know, Jake Johansson was offered the part of George in Seinfeld. Did you know that? Really? Oh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah. He didn't oh. like it when I brought it up. But Jake, oh. I, I love those guys from the 80s like Jake and, and Dana. And, and Jake's been in here a million times. Um, but, yeah, because it was a million dollars an episode they were getting. So Jerry and he said, well, you could be George. And he's like, got it. And then the production studio said, Jake, we're giving you your own show. And then Jerry was like, well, that would be dumb to be my sidekick when you get your own show. And he's like, and yeah. And didn't materialize. <laughs> yeah. Well, he did get an, his own show. I think it did just, just a pilot. Ah. And then that, and of course, the first year of Seinfeld was crickets, right? Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, it just. No one knew what it was going to become. No, I mean, it was. It, I always was surprised that Larry Miller didn't get that role because he and Jerry were so close. He was in cur- a couple curbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did he bring him back. He a share of uh, character yeah. acting roles, but I thought I was really surprised he didn't get that role. Yeah. Maybe he didn't want it. Who knows? Maybe he didn't want it. Um, any uh, acting, 
Dawood for you? Um, I uh, I would love to act. I found out I'm a, not a great actor, so mm-hmm. I started taking acting classes and stuff like that, and that's uh, my next step. Right now, there's a writer strike and SAG and everything, so mm-hmm. those roles are kind of on the slowdown, so right. I'm working on my own pilot and everything. So are you method, like, you know, this is nothing, this is something type of thing? Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I guess. I, I'm still trying to figure it all out. Yeah, I'm brand new to it. It's uh, I just feel silly acting. Have you ever thought about like going to Fort Mason doing the the improv theater sports or any of that stuff? Uh, I did improv in high school and uh, I got bullied for it. So uh, Monta Vista uh, at or Logan. You, so uh, oh, they had that at Logan. They called it forensics and it was like competitive <laughs> improv, uh, and it was like they were like top in the nation. Wow! Uh, but I chose football over it because I wanted to be cool. So, right. And I'm, not, I'm never doing improv again. What did Logan have? Like two thousand kids? Or something? It, uh, it was like a like a six thousand, I think. It was, it was six. It, it was like when I was going there, it was like ridiculously big. It was like a college. Wow! All the kids uh, from like East Palo Alto and Oakland and everything would say they had Union City addresses, so they could go they to could that go school. To the it was the closest like good school, I guess. And so Monta Vista, you'd play like Cal High and San Ramon High. Yeah, and, Monta yeah. Vista. Yeah, very different vibe, yeah. but. Uh, not as big, but also a huge school. Yeah. Yeah. My cousin's son is, I think, their top varsity pitcher there right now. Uh-huh. I went to one of their games. The Mustangs, right? The Mustangs. Yeah. yeah, yeah I went yeah. to one of their games last year. No one cares. Let's take a quick break. <laughs> we'll come on back. We'll have a couple minutes left, and we'll wrap it up. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it and you're going to love the price. 
internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than two bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078-800-535-6078. 800-535-6078. That's 800-535-6078. Can I be real with you right now? I mean, like, really, really real? Yes. I just thought about going out there for the second half, and a little bit of pee came out. Rick Tittle, you done broke my heart, but I still take you back. You hella fine. All right. Thank you for that. And uh, Daoud Naimiar hit the road. I offended him with all the Afghan questions. Oh, and his meter was running out, so he had to bounce. Uh, John Fox, the San Francisco Comedy Competition. What's the website for all this? And uh, San Francisco Comedy Competition.com. And it has the schedule, pictures of the host, pictures of the competitors, lists of our last fi- uh, finalists over our 47 years, and how to apply should you be interested for next year. All right. Jim Plunkett beat you out for quarterback. What? That is correct. Uh, freshman year at Overfelt High School, four guys going out for quarterback. First up, they ask us, how far can we throw the ball? First guy gets up 42 yards. Second guy, 43 yards. Third guy, that was me, 44 yards. I go, I've got this. Fourth guy, this guy named Jim Plunkett, 60 yards. (laughs) That was the end of my quarterback (laughs) career. (laughs) That's how they judge it, huh? Just how far? I mean, 60 yards. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Did you uh, have any? Well, then he transferred, right? He did. He went to James Lick. That's right. And then they beat Bellarmine. There's a big game, big annual game in those days at Spartan Stadium, and Bellarmine would always crush James Lick. I think the one time they won was when Plunkett was the quarterback. Wow. Do you guys keep in touch? Not at all, no. <laughs> all right, so uh, San Francisco Comedy Competition. Uh, the Battery tomorrow night. That's a private show. The Marin Showcase Theater on Saturday night, Sunday. A couple tickets left. A couple tickets left. There are lots of tickets available in Orinda. I will be judging there at the Orinda Theater in 
Arinda. You can actually walk from the BART station if you want to take it. That'll be 2 to 4 p.m. Um, and then that night, the crow's nest in Santa Cruz? Right. And that'll be, since it's Labor Day weekend, that'll be packed, too. They, uh, but, you know, basically these are uh, this week and next week are the preliminary rounds and the top five from each of those preliminary rounds go into the semifinals, which will be the 12th and 13th at Montavo Art Center and then the uh, 13th in Grass Valley, the 14th at the Vacaville Performing Arts Theater and the 15th, which is always our biggest night at Luther Burbank Center in Santa Rosa, where we announced the finalists. John Fox, thanks for coming in. I'll see you Sunday. My pleasure. All right, come on back. we got Chris Garcia in studio in the next hour. USA News. I'm Corey Myers. Tropical storm Idalia triggering life-threatening flash floods in parts of eastern North Carolina. The storm that came on shore as a Category 3 hurricane in Florida yesterday morning, now a tropical storm with sustained winds of 60 miles an hour. A tropical storm warning in effect for South Santee River, north to the Carolina-Virginia state line. Hurricane Idalia may end up going down as a large-scale water event instead of a wind event, which could be good news for Florida homeowners. Here's the Insurance Information Institute's Mark Friedlander. You need flood insurance to have protection from those losses, so that will not factor into the equation how much property insurance industry will be paying out for claims. Unlike Hurricane Ian last year, Idalia's winds ida less populated Big Bend region. And while there is significant flooding along a majority of Florida's Gulf Coast, property insurance won't cover those losses. North Korea says it conducted a simulated nuclear war against South Korea in response to the country's military drills with the U.S. and Japan. A new report on state media says North Korea views the allied exercises as a rehearsal for war by the U.S. and that the North Korean army staged a simulated nuclear strike Wednesday night in reaction to those drills. South Korea says the annual drills are to defend itself against the North. Southwest Airlines pilots planning informational picket lines today at several major airports to express their frustration with contract negotiations that have dragged on for three and a half years. The union filed for federal mediation last year, but no deal has been reached. This is USA News. Hey, you. Yeah, you. This is your dentist. Do me a favor and feel the front of your teeth. How grimy are they? Ugh. It's time for a Crest Pro Health reality checkup. That grime is the buildup of plaque bacteria that can cause cavities in just months. You need to switch to Crest Pro Health. While most toothpaste stop working in minutes, Crest Pro Health's antibacterial fluoride protects for up to 12 hours to stop cavities before they start. So pick some up on the way home. Smile. Crest has you covered. Now. Now your ideas don't have to wait. Now they have everything they need to come to life. Dell Technologies and Intel are creating technology that loves ideas, loves expanding your business, evolving your passions. We push what technology can do. So great ideas can happen right now. Find out how to bring your ideas to life at Dell.com. Welcome to now.
Taco Bell testing Mountain Dew-flavored gelato at a restaurant near company headquarters in Irvine, California. Mountain Dew Baja Blast Gelato will be available starting today. It costs $3. It's the first time Taco Bell has ever offered a gelato. Visa and MasterCard planning to increase fees that many merchants pay when they accept customers' credit cards. Aaron Rial reports. Credit card fee increases are scheduled to start in October and April, according to the Wall Street Journal. Many of the increases are for online purchases. The changes could result in merchants paying an additional $502 million annually in fees. Increases in network fees will make up a little more than half of the revenue. The rest will come from increases in interchange fees, also called swipe fees. Merchants pay these fees when shoppers pay via credit card. Visa, MasterCard, and big banks have said that the fees help cover the costs related to fraud prevention and innovation while banks often use the money from interchange fees to fund credit card rewards programs. There's an alligator who was dumped in New Jersey. Sara Lee Kessler has an update. It poked its head out of the duck pond in Victor Kral Park for a moment last night as if to say, you can't catch me, and the Middlesex Borough search crews did not. But now a trap's been set for the gator on the edge of the duck pond. The mayor hopes it works, but in the meantime, the park remains closed. I'm Corey Myers, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Joe Montana, greatest quarterback of all time, in my opinion. Four Super Bowl rings, three Super Bowl MVPs. Uh, of course, Tom Brady rewrote everything, winning seven Super Bowls. But Tom, uh, Joe Montana was asked, who is the greatest of all time? 
And Montana said, Dan Marino. <clears throat> he said he had a quick release. I had to step into a lot of things to get enough force on the ball. He had the perfect torque of his upper body and strength to deliver the ball quickly and as fast release with accuracy, too. And, yeah, Marino was the NFL MVP in 84, went to the Super Bowl, lost to the Niners at Stanford, by the way, in the fog. But Marino threw for over 5,000 yards and 48 touchdowns when a a linebacker could clothesline a receiver going over the middle. Montana said, put Marino in today's game where he gets free release. And his receivers, holy cow, weren't very big. Now these guys are 6'4", 6'5". I think Marino is probably one of the most unsung heroes of the game. People don't talk enough about him or realize the numbers that he put up during the times that he put them up. And when Marino retired, he had the most passing yards and most touchdown passes of all time. Now his passing yards are eighth all time and his touchdown passes are seventh all time. And that's one I got wrong when he was coming out of pit. I remember watching the Senior Bowl and I thought he stunk. And I thought, he won't amount to anything. <laughs> Remember his last game, he threw a pick, and it was, went for a, a pick six, and he kind of ran over and patted the guy on the shoulder as he ran by. He's like, I'm not tackling you. What do you want? But Montana has a point. Marino is a little ahead of his time. I mean, yeah, he would be like beyond Patrick Mahomes now with the rules that we have. That's a couple of old men chiming in on Dan Marino. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. We're looking for J.D. Sharp. Couldn't find him yesterday. See if we find him today. And then uh, Chris Garcia, stand-up comedian at the Punchline. He'll be in studio. So come on back. Wake up, people. You're optimizing every waking hour of your life. From carpooling kids to work to friends and everything in between, you have to get sleep and a bed that can perform as well as you do. Meet the next generation Sleep Number Smart Bed. It effortlessly adjusts to your shape, position, and movements, learning how you sleep so you learn to sleep better night after night. Sleep next level only from Sleep Number. Don't miss our Labor Day special. Save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus free delivery when you add a base. Ends Labor Day. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, 
Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. This is J.D. Sharp. I've been developing a revolutionary sports handicapping service, and you can be a part of the beta. Sign up at BetUS.com with a deposit of as little as $50 and use the promo code SHARPBETTING. Email a screenshot of your account to WorldwideSharp at gmail.com and I'll reply personally with my plays. My NFL record this season was an industry best 72 and 33, and this is the only way to know all my plays the moment I make them. Let's keep making money together. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome, he's a genius. Coming up next, Rick Tittle. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. By the way, don't forget our listener line at 1-800-87A-PLAY is sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Bundle home and auto and save. Visit Progressive.com. Let's check in with our friend J.D. Sharp from ProWagering and ProWagering.com as we talk a little Major League Baseball. J.D., we know that the Angels plan to go in on, all in on Otani. It, it, it wasn't enough, and, uh, of course, they got worse after acquiring Lucas Gelito A. All, and now Gelito is a part of uh, six guys, including Hunter Renfro and Randall Grichuk, who was also reacquired. They've all been waived, and we'll see what happens today if these guys get picked up. They have to be on rosters by 9 o'clock Eastern to be eligible for the postseason. But this is uh, a salary dump. They can save about 7 mil. I mean, I guess officially now the season is an unmitigated disaster in Anaheim. Yeah, how could it not be? Uh, and, I, and I thought that they actually had a chance to be the dark horse to to contend for the, for the World Series, right? you know, to represent the AL. And uh, <clears throat> I should have stuck with my Mariners pick at the beginning of the year because I think that they're looking like the best team in the AL right now outside of probably the Astros. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it is crazy. Renfro gets put on waivers. I think he, he had like four RBIs two days after that. Uh, Grichuk had two doubles in a home run. I mean, there's obviously something not right in, in Anaheim. There's something wrong. And I, I think it's maybe it comes from like a coaching, a GM type thing. But they need to clean house. They need to get a different culture there. Uh, Otani, obviously, he, he's not going to end up an Angel, I don't believe. Um, I think he'll end up uh, hopefully not a Dodger. That'd be just a little too easy. Hopefully not. He might be a Yankee. It's very possible he's a Yankee. I'm going to say I, I think he stays in the AL. I think he either goes to the Mariners or the Yankees, honestly. I don't think he'll be a Padre. I don't think he'll be a Dodger. It obviously won't be a Brave. But, uh, and the Cubs are going to go off. The Cubs will go after him. They'll, they'll go all out after him. And that could be a possibility, too. If he does land in the NL, I'll say he'll be a Cub. But um, <clears throat> I'm actually thinking Yankees right now with, with just the, the massive rebuild they're going to have to have. Uh, and uh, Boone, I think, I think Boone will probably be gone. Cashman will be gone. Well, although if Cashman does land Otani, 
that'd be a good way to save his job. Let's keep that in mind as well. Um, but yeah, the Angels have, have definitely been an unmitigated disaster. I don't think they're totally out yet, but they're pretty close. They've won about 85% of their games or 80% of their games uh, to, to, to make it at, at this point. And it's just interesting to see how Grichik and Renfro, who did essentially nothing for so long, uh, just blew up the second after the waivers happened. So you know, when something like that happens, it's almost like jubilation. It's because they're excited that, that they're leaving. And, um, that, and in a situation like that, it's generally a, a culture type thing. And so I have to, I have to think that, the, that, that, that it comes from the GM and, the, and the, the, the manager all the way down. When uh, Ichiro was going to be a free agent and they had the All-Star game here in San Francisco, which I went to, which was cool. I got to root for Ichiro because I'm a AL guy and he hit an inside the park home run and Dan Heron of the A's started a game. It was a, it was a great day uh, at the park. But they asked uh, Ichiro, you know, they said, listen, San Francisco has the, the most uh, Japanese and Japanese-Americans in the United States. Uh, would you like to be a giant? And he said, San Francisco's too dirty. And he's right about that. But a lot of people, you, a lot of people around here are hoping that Otani might want to be a giant. I didn't hear you mention. What do you think about Otani to San Francisco? I mean, it could happen, yeah, because of the the, the large Japanese population that that could certainly take place. But again, hit the nail on the head. Uh, Japan's actually a very very clean place, uh, and it is beautiful. And parts of San Francisco are, but there's also parts that are the exact opposite of that, where you could actually watch someone go to the bathroom on the street. And I'm not talking number one. So oh, um, I do it every day. <laughs> not kidding. I don't know how I would react to that. That would be difficult for me to, to, to really, and just to, you know, just to see someone doing that. It's like, just oh, like Council Bluffs. It's pretty, yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Max Duggan was mentioning that in, uh, in his interview on ESPN when he, when he was uh, yeah. <laughs> up for the Heisman. By trophy. the way, he got no, I, he got I, cut. I by the way, did he go on the practice squad? He yeah, he's on waivers too. Yeah, okay. I saw that. So that's all right. All right. Um, but I think uh, I don't think there's any chance that that happens. I think that it's, he's going to end up in a major market, and I really think it might be Seattle. Honestly, it's the weather matches up. They've got a really good team. Rodriguez is playing like a player that. We know that he is and what he can. I mean, the stats he's had the last month are just insane. I think he's got, what, nine home runs, 30 RBIs, 15 stolen bases, hitting like 500, I mean, just astronomical numbers. He actually has, he sat out for those games. He hasn't played four games. He just sat out after he's had these huge games, so it's kind of interesting. But I wouldn't be shocked at all if he ended up, if he ended up a Mariner. And if that happened, you're talking Kirby, Otani, Gilbert, Castillo, Rodriguez. I mean, I mean they're looking at, in my opinion, being a major World Series contender for at least a decade, if that happens. I know you were, as recently as last week, you still were bullish on the pods, and I'm looking at how unclutched they are, and it's oh it's amazing. One, They lost another one-run game yesterday. They're 6-22 and 22 in one-run games. That's last in all of baseball, even worse than the A's. In extra innings, they're 0-11, which is last in all of baseball. If they had just won five of those extra inning games and then five more of those one-run games, they're in the playoffs. They just are as unclutch a team as I think I've ever seen. And I'm just playing the odds at this point. Um, and that's, that's exactly why I've been high on the box. They have tons of talent. I mean, Snell's probably number two in the NL Cy Young right now. Uh, Darvish is having an okay year. Musgrove, when, he, when he's healthy, is pitching pretty well. Here's the craziest part. Josh Hader has a .79 ERA, Rick. Wow. How are you that unclutch when your closer has a .79 ERA? Wow. I mean, so it, it blows my mind. They have all the talent in the world, obviously. And Gary Sanchez 
it's not like he's been bad. He's played really well. He's caught really well. Uh, their middle their middle relievers just must be atrociously bad. I can't even imagine what those numbers are. But to have Hater have those numbers and to have that much talent offensively, and still lose and still be zero and eleven in in extra inning games is very very hard to fathom. One more question and, for and you. Again, and again, and also it also gives me some 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 belief that they can still finish the season strong and make the playoffs because they have the talent to do it. Well, they're leaving it late if they <laughs> if they are. Yeah, exactly. All right. Exactly. Last question for you, and I'm not talking about the future because if it's the future, you're going to answer Atlanta. I'm talking this year. Would you rather have the duo of Acuna and Olson or Betts and Freeman? That's a really good question. See, Acuna steals bases. Olson hits 270. Betts is a better. I would say Betts and Freeman. Betts is such a better defensive player than Acuna is, and he what, he did. He's hitting three twenty now, Rick. Mm-hmm. Betts is. Mm-hmm. He just does nothing but hit. He doesn't steal any bases because he's thirty. He's smart. He's doing the trout thing, and then I mean, Freeman's sitting three forty five or three forty. He's got twenty five bombs, ninety RBIs. I mean, Olson's kind of he's kind of the last ten days he hasn't hit any home runs. He's had a couple of RBIs. Uh, he's, he's gotten on base enough. I mean, he's still having a very very good year. I think he's got like forty three and one twelve or one fourteen or something. And he's scoring a lot of runs. But no, I would say Benson Freeman. By the way, I gotta throw this in because I know you spent time in Nebraska, right? Yeah. Nebraska had a women's volleyball game, ninety two thousand plus, the largest crowd yeah. in the history for a volleyball game. Now, is that because they're amazing Husker fans or there's nothing to do there? Uh, it's both. A combination <laughs> of both. Uh, they've got a, a, a beautiful stadium. You know, the Taylor Swift's had concerts there. Um, and, and then there, there is nothing to do, and Nebraska volleyball is very, very good. And a lot of the players on the team are very aesthetically pleasing, so they're, they're, they're fun to watch as well in that regard. Um, I think you're going to see Terrence Crawford have a fight there against someone, because hmm. he's from Nebraska. He's, he's, he, he's, it's crazy how Terrence is as successful as he is, and he's associated himself with Omaha, which is the 65th largest metropolitan population in the country. It's not exactly, you know, if he, if he, Canelo has a country, Tyson has knockouts, Ali has the world's greatest, Terrence has Omaha. I mean, he should be so much bigger than he is. But um, I think he'll fight somebody, could be Canelo, actually at Memorial Stadium in the next couple of years. And he knows J.D. Sharp. It's, I do know Terrence very well. All right, good stuff from J.D. Sharp. Pro Wagering, ProWagering.com. Check it out. Thanks a lot, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, thanks a lot, Rick. All right. Chris Garcia, stand-up comedian at the Punchline. He's in studio next. Come on back. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. 
Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free pricing information. 800-915-9654-800-915-9654-800-915-9654. That's 800-915-9654. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. To me, it's like a mountain. A vast bowl of pus. his servants. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Networks. And I don't have servants. And if I did, I'd be nice to them. Joining us in studio (laughs) is our friend Chris Garcia. He is back. He's at the Punchline. He had a show last night. He's got a show tonight. He's got two on Friday. He's got two on Saturdays. And uh, 
we were just talking before we went on the air. The last time you were in here was probably peep up uh, pre pandemic. Yeah, I think it's been uh, maybe since twenty seventeen or eighteen. It's wow. been a second. It's nice yeah. to be back. Yeah, it's good to have you. And so I have to ask: during the pandemic, did you do the zooms or the outdoor shows or the rooftops <laughs> driving? I did it all. I did Zoom comedy. I did. I miss stand up so much that I did a Zoom show, an hour long Zoom show, to twelve kids in at Iowa State University on mute, on mute. It, it was. It took so long. I did all of my tears. I did. Probably 10 years of material, and I still had extra time because it was so quiet. I had to take the computer around the house and show some funny things in my house because I ran out of material. Oh, my gosh. But, uh, but that, that's how much I loved it. I just That's how much I love stand-up is that I, it, couldn't, it couldn't keep me down. I did the backyard shows. I did the roof shows. Uh, yeah, I did it all. I'm used to no feedback, and so and I try to be funny now and then, but literally, like, a year, two years later, someone will say, hey, remember, that was funny. I go, oh, really? So I'm used to no feedback. But for you, that means you're dying. Oh, it means I'm dying. You're it dying. You're, bom- you're bombing. So what's that like when no, there's no laughter? I don't know. It, it's, uh, it, it, it just does not feel great. <laughs> it, it was just the, I was like, it hurt more than uh, actually that first um vaccine you know like it like it hurt more it's just painful it was just bad and i'm glad it's over and i'm glad to see people coming out and it's nice to be back in the city city even though it's like i couldn't believe it was 80 degrees i was like what the hell people are wearing shorts Mm -hmm. i still wore a hoodie and a jacket because i I lived here for so long i was like you can't fool me whether it's gonna be cold by the bay i went to the ferry building still 80 degrees and seeing people in shorts and uh, San Francisco, cover your toes. You're not built for flip flops, San Francisco. <laughs> Saw a bunch of toes looking like ginger root out there. <laughs> Just please, please wear shoes. Please wear shoes. Yesterday, it looked like it was going to be freezing again. You're right. Like it'll catch up to you. And then today, it kind of turned back again. The rest of the Bay Area, of course, is fine, but it's yeah. a San Francisco. So where did you live when you were in the city? Uh, I lived all over the place. I lived um, I lived in the Mission between a uh, liquor store and a laundromat. You know where that is? I lived by uh, I, uh, <laughs> If I said you were in the Mission, you'd go, why? Because I'm Latino? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I was a poor, starving artist at that time. Uh, and uh, yeah, I live right by a mural. That doesn't make any sense. You know that one? It's like Frida Kahlo on a condor giving birth to an Aztec calendar. Uh, 20th and Treat. But yeah, I lived in... Uh, I lived in the Mission. I lived in the Castro, uh, where I felt very handsome. Uh, That's Starbucks on Castro Street, really. That's where I learned I was an otter. That's where I learned... Wait, what's otter? Otter's like a little bear. Like a a smaller... Oh, a hairy... Just a little hairy guy. Okay, like a hairy twink. Like a hairy twink. By the way, Harry Twink uh, used to tour with Bing Crosby. (laughs) Hilarious. Um, but- Scott Capurro one time went over all the the wolf and the otter and the twink and the bear. There are I didn't know there were about maybe twelve more animals. It's a whole zoo. It's a whole Noah's Ark of uh, <laughs> archetypes in in the beautiful uh-huh. gay community. Two but- by two, same sex. They entered the boat. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Mount yeah, Ariat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a friend actually who used to live in the Castro. Used to say the same thing. He's like, sometimes I wish I was gay because he goes, I just get hit on you know what's funny is for me not haha funny but one of my good friends who's gay she's uh every once in a while she would have her birthday party at some place in the castro and, and i would go 
I would never get hit on. And I said, I must be hideous. She's like, no, you put out a straight vibe. Then they have gaydar. And I'm like, well, I don't walk around tough. She goes, you don't have to walk around tough. She's just like people, they look at you and they know not gay. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not, but I'm not doing anything. She's like, that's right. But they just know. You do look like you would be wearing a body cam, you know, like you, you look like the, you're like two seconds away from curb stomping anybody. So, um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You have a, such Is a it nice swastika on my neck. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the one on your forehead. That uh, I think people that are worried one, about. The Manson one. Yeah. The Manson one. Uh, but but yeah. for you, they, they tried you out, no? Uh, yeah, and it felt mm. nice. I, I don't think it's just uh, the, they go for any any guy, but I, I mm-hmm. but I feel like there was some uh, some fellows uh, thought I was handsome, and that felt good on the self esteem. And oh man, yeah, I, I was not? just thinking about this as I, I went to Dolores Park yesterday, and there was one Halloween where is that is the parade still going? Or oh yeah, um, I was coming home from that, and I was walking over the hill through. Uh, Dolores Park and right by the train tracks I remember hearing hearing a scurry like a scurry and I saw Spider-Man blowing Superman in the bushes (laughs) and I was like oh my god what a town what oh, a no. town. Oh, you meant the Halloween parade. Yeah, the Halloween. What did oh, I say? No, you said the parade, and I just thought pride. Oh, no. No, no you did ha- say Halloween. No, it was just a regular parade. Yeah. That they no, that, as, uh... they did stop that. <laughs> oh, they did. Because the gangs, the straight uh, gangs, uh, took it over. Straight, Are there gay really gangs? Well. It could be. Probably. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, but uh, I was stuck in one of those one time, and the, it was sort of like the last... Um, chopper out of Saigon it was one cab left going to the East Bay and I remember someone there were like six of us in the backseat and someone laying in our laps but I we didn't mind because it was and I I grew up here and and lived in Oakland that was one of the scariest nights what just like just the the amount of street fights oh yeah people went crazy people would get really drunk and go wild and but it would be hilarious because it would be like uh uh, my, a guy dressed like My Little Pony versus uh, a guy versus SpongeBob, just like duking it out, just duking it out in the streets. Like, guys, come on, we're all here to have fun. Oh my gosh! So uh, you went to Dolores Park for old times' sake? Yeah, it was great. Lay there, write some jokes. Lay there, write some jokes. Have a beer outside. Day drinking, huh? Day drinking. Just That's a the thing bit. comedians tell me because you know you get to a city, you got nothing to do all day. And maybe it's a city that you haven't seen before, or maybe you don't have any friends there. You just do the old walking tour, right? Do the old walking tour. Today, I, uh, you know, I lived here for a long time. I never hung out in North Beach that much because I just figured it was touristy, but it's really not. It's really so cool. It's grungy. It's grungy. And so today I walked up um, those stairs at Telegraph Hill, sure, which I had never done before, Mm -hmm. and it was awesome. I mean, it took me an hour (laughs) to do it. Right. (laughs) A little hungover. It was a little tough, but uh, it was so pretty. And then just went to a cafe. Trieste, Trieste, that place. Trieste, yeah. That's where. um, But I guess in Italian, be Trieste. Trieste. That's almost in Slovenia. If you go to Trieste, uh, in Italy. Oh really? Yes, yeah. It's a beautiful city. Oh, have you? Do you know Italy really well? Uh, a little bit. I've been there a couple times because I'm so cool. (laughs) Did you go up the stairs like? Um, on the uh, sort of that side, or as I'm pointing here on the radio, or did you go up the stairs that start like right down where we are? That start down here, I think. <laughs> yeah, the so ones that are, like face the the bridge. Right. So those stairs. How many people live their houses? That's the only way to get to the house. Oh my god. So what if you have a couch, a mattress, or even a big screen TV? You got to carry it up those steps. And then, I mean, every time you go anywhere, you got to deal with that. Or a kid. If you had a kid and you yeah. had to walk up there, I'd just keep it in the 
closet. Well, like, <laughs> be like, so I can't speak. carry you. I'm just gonna <laughs> block you in there. This what is were the birds? Live. The the parakeets. Of oh, telling? the parrots of parrots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I got dragged to that movie. Oh, there was a movie day. about it. Was it a documentary? Yeah. Oh. And it was a guy with, the whole documentary was a guy with a beard and he, it would, his name was Mark and he'd let the bird land on his arm and you don't have to see it because I'm going to tell you the whole movie right now. <laughs> he would land on his arm and he'd go, it's me, it's Mark. Hey, how are you today? For 90 minutes. Wait, the parrot said that or the, the guy? guy. <laughs> <laughs> the parrot said, I'm sorry, I'm not into this. There's a SAG strike and I can't talk. <laughs> I can't work right now, actually. Do you have a SAG card? Yeah, I'm a SAG and WGA member. What's WGA? Writers oh, Guild. Oh, the Writers Guild. Sorry. So you're both sides. Yeah, I'm both sides. Of wow. It. Unite. I know. What, what is a SAG card these days? Am I allowed to ask how much that is? I don't know. You have to like um, pay union fees, which I yeah. think is a couple thousand bucks. The other day, um, I have to sort of pretend like the strike doesn't exist because I had someone on. I won't say who it was, but they said, you know, don't talk, don't talk about the strike, but there are a million other things we can talk about. So I prefaced it that. I just said, you know, there's a strike, but there's other things. And they're like, we can't believe your host screwed us. What did I do? You said there was a strike. I have to pretend like it didn't exist. Oh, weird. Yeah, don't say the S word. Strike? <laughs> oh, you said it. Oh, we're so getting sorry. shut down. I'm oh, so no. sorry. Even baseball players, he has uh, two non-balls. <laughs> One more and he's out. <laughs> By the way, non-balls is the name of my podcast. I don't know why. Uh can you hang around another segment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Garcia, stand-up comedian at the Punchline. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Bottom. Out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. 
Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-433-0539. 800-433-0539. 800-433-0539. That's 800-433-0539. Paid for by Fix My Student Loans. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. It says 100% guaranteed, you moron. Mister, if you don't shut up, I'm going to kick 100% of your... Rick Tittle's got a black belt in keeping it real. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Stand-up comedian Chris Garcia is at the Punchline. He's got a show tonight, two tomorrow, two Saturday, and uh, he also has another segment with me. We're glad to have him with us. If you'd like to ask him a question all over these great United States and uh, the world on American Forces Network, it's 800-878-PLAY. That's 7529. So, um... You, you were just telling me that you did a show in the Tenderloin one time. So you were living in the Mission, you living in the Castro, you're doing shows in the Tenderloin. You really got the full San Francisco experience. Yeah, I lived, also lived in Hayes Valley, Coal Valley, the Outer Richmond. Oh. Uh, yeah, I lived all over town. Why, um, how come in six different residences or whatever? Um, I, I don't need to go into specifics. <laughs> 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 no, uh, I don't know. I just lived here for a long time. And I just like... Squatting, crashing. Couches. Bad relationships. Bad relationships. Craig's, good relationships. Craigslist roommates. Yeah, Craigslist roommates. Uh, Who was your worst and best roommate when you were here? Um, I had a roommate named Rain. His name was Rain. Um, and he would... Um, he would bark in the middle of the night, and I didn't know why. He would not bark. Come to the comedy cellar. No, 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 no. no. He wasn't like passing a, out. He would like, like a go, mad dog. <laughs> and uh, I, I didn't know really why until I found out that he was doing. Uh, he was doing crystal meth for a while, Ugh. and I don't know why he uh, reacted like that. But yeah, meth head roommate, probably towards the bottom. Why would you name somebody after a bummer? <laughs> I know, right? Rain. Rain. 
Uh, his brother Flood <laughs> and Pestilence, his twin sister. Yeah, yeah we've got Hurricane Katrina as his um, his cousin. Um, and uh, best roommate, can't say a girlfriend. It has to be somebody else. Who would uh, you say? I'd say I guess he f- fellow comedian Sean Keen was a good roommate. Mm-hmm. Uh, we lived together for a long time. Just a good, solid guy, funny guy, mm-hmm. easy to be around. And you came here and he's like, hey, can I feature? And you're like, no. No, um, I don't think so. But, uh, <laughs> hey, it was cool that we lived together. That was pretty fun. Uh-huh. So uh, let's just leave it there. Let's just leave that in the past. You know? I think it's kind of interesting how you guys, to me, on the way up, remind me of minor league baseball players. You live together, you're brothers, you root for each other, but you kind of don't root for each other. Like, it's kind of like that episode of Crashing where the guy gets H or gets the uh, I think it was HBO and he's with um, yeah Whitney Cummings and Pete Holmes is like what yeah you, you yeah. suck but then he's with them he's like whoa high fives yeah did you have any of that like well it's, yeah it's competitive like minor league baseball because you're trying to get to the pros you know and so but even though you're in there you're hanging with your buddies all the time you're all gunning for that number one spot but mm-hmm. overall San Francisco is a nice community comedians are really nice to each other here other cities are more cutthroat LA people are garbage really? like uh, people could be really dirty because they're more desperate because they're trying to make it in Hollywood but here uh, nobody cares about us here like <laughs> we're off the radar which is what uh, it's a great place so the comics uh, you know they like really admire each other and respect each other and uh, help each other out in a nice way oh, so cool. yeah that's, San Francisco is just a great place to start doing so do you do the store and the laugh factory and improv and all yeah, that and do all those spots um, did you you did you meet Mitzi, or was it after she passed away? I met her, but I don't, I don't know her very well. Mm-hmm. But I, I'd met her a couple times. What about Polly? Uh, yeah, I've seen Polly around, <laughs> and uh, it's it's crazy because I, when I was a kid, he was like a uh, like a childhood hero, you know. Hey, buddy, <laughs> hey, buddy, wheezing the juice or whatever. <laughs> it was like so funny. I remember I was in college, and my brother was like, "You should see this guy on MTV. He's pretty funny," and he had a camera. And he walked up to this, he was somewhere like in Venice Beach, and he like rang a doorbell. And this lady answered, and verbatim, he's like, hey, is Cindy here? And she's like, no. And he goes, I totally thought she lived here. And they were like, no. And he's like, okay. I go, that's the act? He's like, that's pretty much it. (laughs) (laughs) Does this mom own a comedy club or something? What's the deal here? Uh, No, I thought he was really funny when I was a kid, though. Oh, yeah. He had a run. There's no doubt. Have you ever been upstairs to the office in the comedy cell? I mean, the comedy store? Yeah, I've been up there. It's, you have? It, no it one? is spooky. The comedy store is one of the most haunted places I've ever It used to be like been. a mafia club, right? Yeah. Uh, it used to be a mafia-owned club. It's where like um, a lot of people, like Frank Sinatra, perform there. It's where Desi Arnaz used to have a show before wow. he did I Love Lucy. Like He was there every night. And uh, it does feel mobbed up. My friend Brent Weinbach, who's a comedian here, the first time I went down to uh, perform at the store, he was like, hey, come with me. I want to show you something. And we walked up these creepy stairs. And at the back of the stair, it was like uh, we walked up these stairs. And there's a wall right when you start walking up the stairs. There's a it goes behind you as you start walking up and he goes turn around and there was like a a hole in the wall and he said this is where like the owner or some some mobster would be like hey go meet Mr. Cicero or whatever his last name was he he wants to talk to you and you'd walk up to these stairs and they would pop you in the back of the head someone would shoot you from that hole in the uh, ceiling and you could feel it's crazy because you could feel all the old headshots staring at you there's like the ghost of a 
like broken dreams of like failed comedy. There's like ghosts of like all the cocaine that Richard Pryor used to do. <laughs> like right. it is like you feel all that as soon as you walk in there. And then it's got this mafia like haunted wow, vibe to it. That's awesome. That- I've, I've been there before in uh, in the belly room and mm-hmm. uh, no AC on or anything. And that, funnily enough, the belly room is upstairs. It's upstairs. Yeah. And, um, and the, uh, the curtain just started swaying by itself, and I fucking ran out. I was like, no thanks. It is, it just, it's palpable how spooky it is. That murder hole story was not in the Mike Binder documentary on Showtime, by the way. Oh, That yeah. should have been. Should have been. If I think about it. Man. Yeah. Wow, that is awesome. Um, do you also do, like, uh, Hermosa Beach magic? Uh... You know, it's funny. I, I grew, I went to high school there. And I've never performed at that club. I mm. saw, I think the first comedian I ever saw live, I saw there, which was Dave Coulier in like the 90s when he was on Full House. Mm-hmm. And he was v- very raunchy. Like he did like impersonations of Donald Duck having sex for like 20 minutes. And uh, I was I was quite surprised. But uh, yeah, I, I grew up in that area, but I, I have never performed there. So who was the guy or gal that when you were in the same show, maybe you were featuring or maybe you were doing a showcase at the the store or whatever, where you were like, I can't believe I'm on the same ticket. Um, Chris Rock, probably. I've like I've There's opened, one. <laughs> I've opened for Chappelle a bunch here, which is an honor, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and Chappelle is, is special. But Rock, you know, I grew up on. I grew up in the 90s. And those uh, big bring special. Bring the pain. Bring the pain. And just yeah. like... And it was incredible to see him. Like uh, he, um, he was working on his new hour, and so he had his notebook out. He was talking about his divorce, which he just had, and he wasn't talking like that. Like he wasn't doing the voice. He wasn't. Ro- <laughs> he was reading his jokes normal off mm-hmm. of a piece of paper, and he talked to us afterwards. And he was like, "Yeah, I don't do the. I, I just read it normal, flat." Mm-hmm. So I know the material and the words actually mm-hmm. work. So, you know, when he's when he's on stage and he's pacing back and forth and he's looking great and he's doing the voice, he's like, that's that's like magic. You mm-hmm. know, that could influence a, a crowd into laughing just because it's me. Mm-hmm. But if he just reads it flat off a piece of paper and people laugh at that, he really knows the material works. So. I have heard before, like, he'll do um, like he'll he'll eat it and bomb on purpose just to work it out, like on a Tuesday night somewhere. <laughs> that's yeah. what that's what he did. It was like a Tuesday night. It mm-hmm. was the um, it was at the Hollywood Improv. It was the lab. It was the room next to the big stage, and he was just going back and forth, doing one set on one show, <laughs> one set on the other show, coming back, doing another set, and he basically <clears throat> ate it, talking about like rough parts of his divorce in this way that I was like so brave, you know, like yeah. this guy is a comedy god. He's a Mount Rushmore comedian of the last 30 years, you know? And uh, for him just to willfully eat it, just to work that material, ugh, is incredible. I have trouble with new material sometimes because I don't want to eat it. Yeah. And here he is fearless after all these years. People know him as a legend. He does not care if you see him eat it. That's how he got good. Yeah, it's a commitment. I'll tell you a story with Rock and Bobby Lee. If you, I mean, he used to come in here a lot back in the day, and he's Mr. Comedy Store. <laughs> I love the stories. Bobby, you know, Bobby Lee will always, at one time at the punchline, he had, he stopped the show and turned on the lights to point me out. He goes, ladies and gentlemen, Rick Tittle's here, and the whole crowd went, who? <laughs> and I'm like, what are you, I'm like, what are you doing? I appreciate that he did that, 
But anyway, he he said that you know he always gets down to his underpants, right? And yeah. he plays gay chicken. And the night he did it, the guy that he brought up was gay, so he wouldn't move, and everybody laughed. So Bobby said when he got started, he was at Caroline's Times Square. Yeah. He gets down to his underpants and he says, no one's laughing. They're frowning. And then he gets completely naked and he says, it's just crickets. So with no applause, he picks up all his clothes, sweaty, pure silence. He comes off stage and Chris Rock is standing there. And he said, what Chris Rock said to me, I go to bed, I think about it. And I wake up, I think about it. He said, what are you doing, man? (laughs) He goes, and I said, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I so love that haunting. story. It's so real. Have you ever, oh, and it's funny, I had Chris Estrada in here. Yeah, yeah, good guy. Two weeks ago, and he said that he was in, I think he was, it wasn't the OR, I think it was the belly room. It was something where they said, all right, we're doing this experimental thing. You have to play the piano and tell jokes. And he goes, I don't play the piano. And they go, ready, go. Yeah. So he was just like, bunk, bunk, bunk. And he's telling the worst dirty street jokes. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, coming up next, we can't believe he's here, Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> he said Seinfeld got up and spent the first minute going, that guy needs to quit comedy. That is the most unfun. He was so bad. I'm sorry you had to sit through that. And, of course, Chris is laughing, but on the inside, he's like, Seinfeld's destroying me. That wasn't my best stuff. I was failing on purpose because I hated this bit. Like, have you ever found out later somebody big was in the crowd oh man i i don't think it's hard to top a seinfeld story <laughs> like that uh that's bad uh uh-huh. i do i have a good story about um a comedian that happened here at the punchline when you you were talking about big comedians so i um it was my going away show at the punchline I mean, it was like 2012 or something and where were you going I was moving to Los Angeles. Oh, okay. And so uh, my friend Bobcat Goldthwaite uh, is, you know, a Bay legend. He was in town, and I was like, "Hey, Bob, won't you come down do a set at the Punchline? Um, it's my going away show." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll be there." So uh, I go there. I, I show up to the club at seven. Show starts at eight. The first person in the crowd is my therapist who's never seen me perform before. Uh, and he is sitting there with his partner in the front row center by himself. And I'm like, no one's here. No one's going to show up. I was just like, he's gonna, this guy's going to think I'm a lunatic talking about stand-up comedy. And, and it's just him in the crowd by himself. And so I'm freaking out. Bob shows up. And he, he comes in through the kitchen, and he's like, hey, I want you to meet my friend. And I look over, and it's Robin Williams. Ah, I knew it. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, hey, Rob. <laughs> I was like, what an honor uh, to meet you. I actually met him. Uh, I met him drunk at Comedy Day once, and I was backstage with him. And I was, because people start drinking at 9 a.m. at Comedy Day. It's really fun. And I saw him, and I tried to crack a joke. I was like, hey, I, I actually knew his next-door neighbor. And I was like, hey, I know your neighbor, Julia. Uh, she keeps on uh, complaining that she's got to sweep your arm hair out of her driveway. And I thought it was pretty funny, but he just goes, huh, and then just walks away. And I was like, oh, no, I blew it. So I was nervous to meet Rob Williams, not only because he's a, a legend who I love that we all love, uh, but I, I was like, please don't remember that I was, he probably doesn't remember. <laughs> and he did not uh, remember, but he was backstage. and um, Hold it. Yeah. We're going to come back. We'll have two minutes and finish that story. I hated interrupting you. No problem. We've got to go to a net break. We'll finish the story. We've got two minutes on their side. Come on back with Chris Garcia. Yeah. Get my love Now because you wear 
everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295-800-965-1295-800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078. 800-535-6078. That's 800-535-6078. I'm sorry, it's the... It's the pleats. It's, a, it's actually an optical illusion. It's the pattern on the pants. The, it's not fl flattering in the, the crotchal region. I'm actually taking them back right now, taking them back to the, the pants store. Tittle is a majestic stallion. Chris Garcia, see him at the punchline tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday. And it was the man 
That's who I blame. That's why I had to interrupt him to get to the commercial. <laughs> we have a minute. Robin Williams, Bobcat. Bobcat, backstage. Robin is ner- He's like, he was such a purist. He's such a real comedian that he was backstage and he was like pacing back and forth because he was nervous. Whoa. Still at this point. Wow. And it was really, it was really comforting. And uh, I was pacing too. And he's like, what are you nervous about? I was like, my therapist is here. And he goes, oh crap. And then. Uh, <laughs> that sounded like him. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh crap. And then he, uh, he, uh, he's like, what are you going to do? I was like, I'm going to do my best. What are you doing? He's like, I don't have a closer. And Bobcat's like, do a penis joke. That's how you're supposed to close. And then he goes up there and he, he closes with a penis joke and he murders and like he gets a standing ovation i was supposed to go next but i had a friend go before me oh, <laughs> i was like well, you take the bullet for five minutes and then i did this very heartfelt uh set and at the end of my set uh he gave me a huge hug and, oh. he, and he was like that was uh that was beautiful did his arm hair get in your mouth it got all over my mouth. i still have <laughs> i'm still trying to dig it out actually um but uh r.i.p Rob Williams, the best. Yeah, Chris Garcia, thanks for coming in, man. Thank you so much for having me. Really good to see you. Yeah, Once again, you. the punchline. Get down there tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday. I'm Rick Tittle. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific time. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.